Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the Smack Attack. It is your show, the show of the people, by the people, for the people. There's no workers here, all armchair quarterbacks, all people who know nothing about the business except for the fact that we watch the business and we like the business and we will comment on the business because why the fuck not? Um, but then, of course, as always, you get to do that too. If you aren't listening, if you aren't into the Hami Media Group, uh facebook page there's a little bit of reference to that as well oh shit look this is like one minute in this is a new world record the fucking ai see? from australia makes see? it see okay i'm gonna peel back the curtain a little bit for all of you people all right so jimmy is always late so in our group chat this this week he said are we starting on the regular time and i said no jimmy we're starting an hour early because i assumed quite rightly apparently because he's here I assumed quite rightly that if I told him that it actually started a fucking hour ago, he'd show up right now on time. So you're welcome, everybody <laughs> out there. You're welcome. Uh, no, well, to be honest, I was editing. That's that's why. And it was literally uh, right up against it just finished. Like, uh, I literally just finished right on time. Look, like, literally. Look, you, you've made it to the intro to the show, dude. I haven't even introduced everybody yet. Oh, wow. You've made it to the intro of the show. That's I awesome. I literally just stopped talking. <laughs> this, this is this is an amazing day already. 8-12-2023. Praise the Lord. Mark this down in history. Jimmy appeared one minute after the show started. This is amazing. His AI overlords in Australia that aren't real decided we're going to let him work on time. So... <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. We are glad that you are here. Remember, this is your show as well. So those of you in the comments, we already have uh, Retro Rocket Review. We've got Aaron Ben Shlomo, uh, Chris Wineland, all have made their appearances already this morning, waiting in earnest for the show to start. So we're glad to be here. Of course, it is me. It is me, the Sinister Minister, J.D.E., Johnny E. here for you in your uh, entertainment and pleasure. Back from a week of conference on crimes against children. Let me tell you what a week that is to hear the despicable things that people do, but then also the things that we're doing to keep shit from happening to our kids. So it's a really weird week for me because it's like you hear bad things, but then you also hear the good things that are happening from that as well, which is weird. So, you know, it's been a very uh, long uh, emotional week for me. So it's good Aww. to have wrestling um, to kind of hopefully take your mind off this. But let's start with the man who's... Always last in, first out, Jimmy T, the AI from Australia. Sir, how are you today? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm computer generated, as Retro Rocket Review says in the in the chat. So I'm rejuvenated. I am generated, and I'm ready to get smack attacked. Okay, well that sounds like something D needs to do for you, but you know, um, <laughs> I don't, I don't like to ask that question. Uh, next in the uh, bottom corner down here, where, where is it? Right, we're no, this way. Yeah, I don't know. Pointing, pointing is weird. Uh, it's the man with no lambs, the man from Canton, the on-site reporter from last night's show. Not really, because he was doing daddy-daughter date night as a smart man should do. Um, it is Chris Ames. Chris, how are you today, sir? I'm great, man. I'm also not from Alberta. I I am from Ontario, which is a very very long way. It would be like it would be like if we it would I literally think that the distance is not even comparable if we said Jeff was our on-site guy from last night's SmackDown because it was in Columbus. Like yeah, no, it's more like Salt Lake City. 
Well, yeah. Yeah, that, when it's like you know, when people say, "Oh, where in Texas are you?" Oh, I'm in Dallas, Fort Worth. Oh, so like you're close to like San Antonio. No, no, not at all. Not even closely at all. Like I would not rather even get a on little a plane. <laughs> I'd rather get on a plane than drive that fucking drive because it's awful. Um, no, we're not doing no. So I, that's why I make that joke because I understand that there's yes, nowhere near you at all. It's just not knowing funny. geography is tight. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, knowing geography is bad. It's so. very American. Oh. It is very American, yes. Trust me, as the Canadian, and like I've been partnered with an Australian for forever here doing these podcasts, I can tell you that, that we get geography. Like, I just, is it not taught in your schools? No, like... It is, but here's the thing it's taught in such a childish way. So, like, I took it freshman year, right, of my high school, and literally half the time it was coloring like sheets where you're coloring the different countries. And, and they're going, oh, okay, here it is, or your states, or whatever. And it's like, hey, these are the states. This is the capitals. And you, it's literally something you would do in, like, third grade. But well, this- and, like, that's the thing. You guys go over the states and the capitals, and it's like, anybody's like, hey, what's what's the rest of this big blue and green thing we live on? I, I don't know. It doesn't this you guys stuff Because I went to public schools, the Limbrook <laughs> so Public School District. <laughs> and in middle school... We were not just doing geography of the world. We were doing geography of the pre-world. We actually had an exercise where we had to form our own countries based on what where the continents were before. I read, my team was Pangea. So we not only learned current geography, but we, we learned past geography. And we had to like build a, it was almost like, like a Fortnite game, but like, you know, in school where we had to build it and we won, by the way, because, of course, my team was brilliant and we had to build like an economy and an army and the political structures and, and whatever. And, and and this was seventh grade. And I remember it because I know who the teacher was. I can't remember his name, but I remember he was he was a New York Giants fan and my father was a Jets fan. So, of course, I sided with the teacher and I became a New York Giants fan in, in seventh grade. Um so anyway, it's not you guys, America. It, it's it's uh, clearly a red state thing. But it's also it's also no no. Fact- this is the difference between like between like regular public school. Well, not regular. I mean, I didn't, I didn't go to public rich school. regular public school. I didn't go to public school. Oh well, there you go. I went okay. to private school, and I learned I learned the entire world and everything along those lines. Well, your well, private school, regular private junk? school over here <laughs> in the corner, right? Jewish school right here. That's what happened. Oh, Limbrook? Look up Limbrook. Limbrook is just a juxtaposition of Brooklyn, and that's not an accident. It was Limbrook, USA, because there was only one at the time. It, it was 65% Italian and 25% Irish, and then the rest was a mishmash of German and Jew and two and a but half black up. people, and one of the and the half black person was half Jewish. But like, what? But like everyone knows... Everyone who had positions of power was Jewish, right? That's that's what I hear on the internet. All of the power is yeah. held by the Jewish people. Uh, our, our principal was Mr. Santarelli. I'm pretty sure that he was not. Pretty, who pretty who sure spoke to the headmaster? Jew. Who was Mr. Uh, uh, hey, listen, there was a lot of mafia in my area, and you know, mafia <laughs> and Jews. There's a lot of time. I mean, remember season one of The Sopranos where they're playing poker, and and AJ goes down to. His father's poker game, and he goes, "Daddy, what's hell?" And Paulie Walnuts turns to him. He goes, "Wherever there ain't Italians or Jews." <laughs> <laughs> Is this why you in New York, Jeff? 
Yes, it's when I was in New York, Jim. And, where the, I and this is also remember this is also like <laughs> uh, like seventy years ago. So back when education yeah. was actually decent in America, seventy <laughs> centuries ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, there is a difference. Between... Back when I was in Chaldea. <laughs> <laughs> so, and of course, last but not least, the man who's already said many, many things that have brought uh, brilliance to this show: uh, the most doctors of evil. The man who has the gardenist that's dubious, but also has some <laughs> wonderful views. Uh, Mr. Jeff Lipman, how are you today, sir? I'm deuces running looses. Deuces I, I running looses. I think i already enough, but yeah. What yeah. up, everyone? What Doing up? Fun. What? So when I yeah. went to school roaming the step with my horde of uh, of step ponies, and uh, you know, we were the, the original Khazarian, you know, turncoats. Look. <laughs> Look, the fact that you've said all that already just proves that your education was like here compared to all of our education was like right here. So, like, let's, I'm going to be honest. Yeah, my education is so. probably on par with like what Chris is. And are you Jimmy calling us because, dumb? Are you calling us no, dumb? No, I'm too? saying because y'all are like most worlds. <laughs> We're, uh, pretty other good. Country, We're pretty good. Other countries' educations are higher than Americans. If we're honest, yeah. Look, I don't know. At least maybe that's a little myth. That's yeah, it's a myth. At least in terms of geography, I think that's correct. But to be real, we're not the top ten percent. No, but but Americans have got the best university still, though. No, really, no, not anymore. They don't. Okay, maybe not, but it depends. But prestige-wise, they kind of do. Gender studies, they have the best. They have the best universities. No, but they've got prestige, though. Yeah, if you know what I mean, like your priest, (laughs) yeah, your Princetons and your Harfords and shit like that. Our gender studies are so good, we disprove that there's genders. Right, exactly. (laughs) No, you still have Cambridge, Oxford. You still have some of these other places that are more. Yeah, in the UK as well, right? And I think Jimmy, I think really, it's just that we we have things that. Like we don't have things in our universities that are promoting good stuff. It's our football. It's our sports, and that's how people know about some of our. I like that though, because I'm a sports guy myself. So I would be so into that culture if I was from the states. Yeah, but I mean, I think I think personally get into college. Yeah, look, (laughs) that's true too. (laughs) But if we take university out of it. We're not in the top yeah. top ten for any education system. We're we're below top ten for yeah. every education system in the world, Jimmy. So well, I mean, shout outs to Finland. Shout outs yeah. to Finland where they've yeah, had the number Finland. one education system. Yeah, but if a person had like the, the money, right? Like, just but just say you were you were the kid of a rich family, right? You think they're going to send them oh, to Finland or Sweden? Fuckers, yeah. Oh well, all right. yeah, but they're Americans though, so you know what I mean. It doesn't really include them because it's, I'm not being. I'm actually being serious. I wasn't trying to be. We, wait, wait. Were you sticking the finger up at Chris or me there, John? Yeah, Chris. I mean, yeah. Oh, good. I was going to yeah. say, because yeah. I'm like, what the hell, yeah. man? No, no, no. But see, the thing there is, people go. from overseas <laughs> would generally send their kids either to the UK, right, or to the States, like when it comes to, like, universities, if they've got the money. Well, but that's prestige. That's they'll, prestige. They'll send them to Harvard or Yale. They're not going to send them to Indiana State University. Well, yeah. that's what I'm saying. That's what I mean, right? Well, and or it's, it's or any of those pres- Finlands. It's about the prestige, the name. Like it, it, It's not about... It's, it's the fact that... Look, I can send my kid to America. My parents, um, before China got all stupid and COVID... They hosted Chinese students for like for ten years, and they were going right, to like right. you know University of Texas at Tyler, you know. But the whole bit was is that they're going there to learn something, and then some of the students never left; they stayed and 
you know, became citizens and everything along those lines because who wants Spies. to go back to fucking China? But Spies, you know, sure. it was it was about the idea that they like they had this prestige of you know I was able to be in the top one percent to be able to go to America. All right, I'm going to tie this into because they all ran around like Jimmy Wang Yang. Yes, <laughs> with cowboy hats. Yes, <laughs> they all went no, back no. to China thinking they were Texans. The, look, no, oh, that would be no, embarrassing. One of, the, one of the funniest things. So one year, so it flip flopped between guys and girls who would stay with my parents. And one year, my mom had guy, girls. Uh, I don't know. We don't know in America anymore. Um, <laughs> we can't answer that question of what's a woman. So there's I can. Yeah, yeah. So I can too, actually. <laughs> my mom has like three of this, these exchange students in the back of her car, and they're going to church. And it's the first weekend my mom has them, and my mom is late, of course, as always. She's speeding. And she gets pulled over by a police officer on the way to church with like these three or four Chinese nationalists in the back of the car. And so <laughs> my mom goes, dude. well, y'all are going to get to see the American uh, penal system today. Um, just out <laughs> loud. And so all four of these Chinese girls like get quiet and like, oh, like, like, I'm like, mom. They would have been stressing, bro. Well, yeah, exactly. Whoa, that's exactly whoa. what like, happened. Mihao, Mihao. Hold on. No one cares about your story. What I want to know is what your parents were doing surrounding you with docile, timid Chinese girls oh, no, in your is... household. I'm like, not there. Like, were, were you like like the king? Were, were no, you like, no, I am the there. sultan of Enright? I'm were not Were you talking there. very slowly? No, this My was... name is Don. This was like, Don. like, like up until like done. two years ago. So I you was love me kid. long time. Look, I wish, long but time. No, I was married and I had a kid at the time, so I wasn't even there. <laughs> and so, wow, this just gets worse and worse. Look, I, I suck your dick for 250. It's not even a great story in the sense of, but the fact that, Tom, I, why you're visiting your mother so much? She's old. She needs my help. Shut up. Why are you? Yeah, my boss. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I need to relax. Okay, you know. Um, They've been chilling, no. but yeah, my nails so, done. And then my mom, uh, my mom goes, "Well, she goes." I said, "Mom, you can't say that." She goes, "Why?" I said, "Because, mom, they come from a country where the police will arrest you for farting in public." I mean, and they, they won't just you arrest you. They'll disappear you. Yes. I was like, <laughs> They'll suicide you. Yeah. And she goes, oh, oh. I wouldn't I'm make like, it very long. But this is my mom who grew up in East Texas and who has really no concept of world culture or travel. You know, yeah, and see, so... That's what fascinates me about America, some parts of America, man. I think it's exaggerated, though, because a lot of the Americans I've met are not your stereotypical what people think of Americans, if that makes any sense. Well, no, it's it's that we're very very centric and very nationalist. No, and that's understandable though. I can totally understand that. Right. The rest of the and we don't bother to learn about the rest of the world, or what we do is through propaganda and and everything along those lines. No, you're spot on, bro. You know about things, and so that's the problem about America. And my mom's that way. She'll just whatever the news is, she'll regurgitate it, and I'm like, mom. You need to stop and look at the whole story. Like she's talking about, oh, have you seen Sound of Freedom? How they're trying to keep it. I'm like, no, mom. They're encouraging people to buy tickets, but then nobody's claiming those tickets, so they're not showing up to the theaters. And I said, two, um, it's the hottest summer that we've had so far in a long time, and so a lot of these movie places they aren't upkeeping their air conditioning systems, so that's why they're closing. And three, by the way, did you hear one of the guys who was the major producer for this show who had a name? producer credit in the movie was arrested for child kidnapping no he didn't yeah what no he didn't yeah right someone no, tell me this what's john going on that's here? not true that none of that is true okay i'm gonna tell you actually what happened okay, show me what so, happened. 
Boom. Okay, so there were a number of people who gave money in terms of um, oh, uh, no, donorship. This... Okay, right. So right. The, exactly the average donor to the to the movie that gave. Movie. I think. Right. I, yeah, I think to, in order to get your name in the credits, you had to give five hundred dollars. Okay, so this guy gave around five hundred dollars um, to the Sound of Freedom. So his name is right. in there as a funder. He had nothing to do with the production, nothing to do with the movie, nothing to do with how it was written, nothing to do with any of that. He gave a, around five hundred dollars, and because he gave around five hundred dollars, his name shows up in the credits. Now we do not know anything about why he's been uh, charged with uh, is kidnapping or whatever. But most likely, because ninety percent of the cases when a person is charged with with kidnapping, it is a domestic dispute between a father and a mother. Who disagree about what time child should be brought back etc 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 so right wait before you believe nonsense that gets spouted that gets spouted to you on twitter read figure out what the actual story is because that guy is not a producer he had fuck oh, all no. to do with the movie he gave around five hundred dollars to them so he got his name in the credits right and then i guess i hadn't i was gonna say she was saying uh, I, I didn't clarify. She was saying, well, he was arrested and he's a major funder and they're trying to keep him. I'm like, no, he was arrested for kidnapping, which is a parental dispute. You know, yeah. and I said, at best, from what I've read, the most that you could give is $500, meaning he was a person. And I, I said, I don't know if he got named. I didn't see the movie. I haven't seen the credits. I don't know if that's part of it, but she like she's jumping on all these things like, oh, they arrested this guy because they're trying to discredit the movie. And I guess that's where I was going with it. I just jumped the gun because she was just getting all these things wrong. I, will, I heard what you and, said too, John, at first, and then I found out that was bullshit. Yeah, no, it, it was all so, bullshit. Yeah. It's just, it's just, you know, it's one of these things that things are being said, and she's one of those people that will just latch on everything. And, right. you know, she gets so many of these things wrong. And I, I'm well, and, and, and listen, I don't, I don't listen. I don't like shame on the fucking media, shame on the mainstream mm -hmm. media right now. Yeah. I'm not one of these fucking people who thinks that everything going on in the mainstream media is, 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 is absolute fabrication for the new world order or whatever, but <laughs> shame on the fucking media for trying mm -hmm. so hard to slander a movie where the basic fucking premise is, um, Hey, there are children being raped, like, and let's try not to let that happen. Let's right, do right. something to stop that. That's yeah. the premise of that fucking movie. And the fact that the mainstream media is trying so hard to discredit and slander everything <clears throat> about that movie just really fucking irks me. It, it does too. And I mean, the fact who cares that Jim Caviezel oh, is doing on this guy was this guy was part of the credits. Oh yeah, you know what was part of the fucking credits for Mulan from Disney was the fucking province where they're literally arresting and sterilizing people. Go yeah. fuck yourselves, mainstream media. Yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. It's embarrassing that that happens. But you know the thing is, the thing is, John, and I will say this for for your mom. I don't know your mom, but I know my mom, and I know lots of older people. And this is something that is really starting to happen. You have a choice now. You have a choice, and mm -hmm. this happened. I saw this happen with the trucker protest in Canada. Okay, you have a choice to either believe that some of the most ridiculous things that you have ever heard in your life are true, which is what the media is saying, right? The mm -hmm. media, for instance, said that the trucker protest was funded by right-wing conspiracy theorists from America or Russians, and it fucking wasn't. They have the receipts. Almost all of that fucking money came from regular, everyday Canadians like me, 
okay? That's where that money came from. It had fuck all to do with American right-wing extremism, okay? Well, but aren't you American right-wing that, extremist? You're but, an extremist. That's what was, <laughs> but that's what was fucking reported in the news. So you have right. the option. Either you can believe that these, these things that we have believed our whole lives, CNN, CBC, uh, MSNBC, either, news. either those things are bullshit now and we can't trust them, or right-wing extremists funded the fucking truckers protest okay you you have a choice to make now and most people will say well the news is saying and it must be so rather than saying i think maybe some of these things have been captured by ideologues and we shouldn't listen to them anymore but that's hard for people it really is yeah and it's in my mom grew up in the era of where you could trust the news and so, you know, getting her I think to all our families, you do. know, be like, and of course, my degrees in broadcasting. So I never initially see something and go, okay, that's it, because it's like, well, I need to have two sources. What are some other things that I need to know before I even begin to make an opinion on this? But she grew up with Walter Cronkite. She grew up with people who would read the news, and that's what they were doing. They were reading the news, and then you made your own opinions off of it, and so. She's not used to this idea of researching and looking into what's been told. And so uh, it's it's very interesting in that aspect of like, you know, they're saying all these, oh, Jim Caviezel's QAnon. Like, okay, so the the premise of the movie is about people who are get, kids who are getting trafficked. Who gives mm-hmm. a fuck about everything else behind that? I know. The story right. and the message is important. Why discredit it with saying, oh, the guy who... Uh, founded the organization is no longer with the organization anymore because they cut ties with them because of his political views. I mean, Hollywood are really trying to like, right? Let me try and be a little bit of voice of reason and give a little balance to this. Okay. The reason people gave a shit is because they, they glamorized the movie. They fictionalized it, which is, and on the other side, that is not unusual. That is done all the time based on a true story very rarely resembles what actually happened but no braveheart is a is a play-by-play for what happened with william wallace right but even like the the some of the 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 stuff on the branch davidians that came out recently it was you know it was very pro branch davidian and then you watch the netflix one of all things and it was more down the middle which is true i got no freaking idea but i but i know that but i'm pretty sure that the one on showtime or stars was was you know set out to make the government look worse for for storytelling purpose and that happens all the time it's like the the burning bed this the, the story was different i mean everything in real life is different and less exciting but because it was brought from the unpopular ideology the the media which really doesn't need to spend time on movies at all except for telling you what the box office receipts are uh if even that um, and talk about why the movie industry is dying. Um, they they spend time discrediting the movie, which of course causes a, an outsized overreaction on the other side. Now, of course, on the other side, yeah, they they did they did buy blocks of tickets, and many were not claimed. They also had people. They they in the middle of the movie, there's like a break, and Jim Caviezel comes out. Hey, I hope you're enjoying the movie. Why don't you pay this forward? And they put a QR code on the thing, and you're supposed to screen your scan your phone to it and you're supposed to buy a ticket for someone else and lots of people did that but the person they bought the ticket for just didn't go see the movie 
whatever. It's like no shows. It's it's like when we talk about AEW shows that they sold 6,000 tickets, but you see 3,000 bodies in there. They still sold them, you know? So whatever. It, 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 if this was a, a, a movie about domestic abuse and the woman heroically fought back, like, you know, every Jennifer Lopez movie, nobody would be criticizing it. Um, right. it it's just dramatized. So there, there. I literally a- pictured Jennifer Lopez when you when you said the movie, like when you right. said the movie I premise. Exactly. I was like, that's a Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, so good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, as you, as you should. I mean, there's a reason. I because it's like she's literally done like 14 movies exactly like that. Um, right. Anyway, uh, so that that's the whole thing about the yeah. And, and Caviezel is Caviezel, but listen, nobody nobody was giving him a hard time and nobody was turning off that CBS show with the guy from Lost where they had some computer where they could tell crimes in the beginning before they happened and he would right. stop them before they happened. I mean, Person of interest. Person of interest. Okay, that show ran for like four years and it was a big hit. I mean, yeah. you know, listen, we, we always have theme shows. Michael Landon's uh, Touched by an Angel or whatever it was called. You know, if, if, that, if that was made now, it would be getting all sorts of backlash. But guess what? There's a lot of people that are devoutly religious, devoutly Christian, and they like the thought that there might be angels out there and that it's a fun little story for them and that's a kind of drama that they like. And instead of Superman, they prefer their their superhero to be an angel. Big deal. Yeah, I don't disagree with that at all. You know, I mean, it's, it's just very interesting in the fact that you know, we now have news talking about entertainment in, the, in, in these, these aspects of things when, you know, it's like, they shouldn't be in the same conversation. News is news, entertainment's entertainment. Like you said, Jeff, it should be just telling the box office of, hey, this is what this made this weekend, you know? But yet we've we've seen now our entertainment become more political in that aspect. And um, well, and I'm not saying- Politicized. This politicized. politicized. I don't yeah. know if it's been more political. Like entertainment has always been political, right? But. It, yeah. politicized at this point is yeah. what is what's happened like you you can't watch anything without there being you know a hundred videos about how it's oh it's it's this way or it's that way or it's this that the other thing and sometimes that's right but sometimes it's just people shouting into the wind i took my kids to see the new teenage mutant ninja turtles movie last night mm-hmm. and i've seen videos about how oh they race swapped april o'neill because they're leftist communists and blah blah fucking blah it's like i don't care I don't yeah. care. I don't care. Yeah. It's it that I mean it's when you're getting nitpicky on shit like that then I don't, you know, that's not a big deal. But um, you know, I mean, I think at the same time too it becomes one of those things where, you know, when we look at the state of entertainment in general right now, right? We have the SAG after strike of what they're arguing for and just how it seems like the industry itself is struggling. Um, and then you have things like you know, Warner Brothers saying they're interested in live entertainment. I think it was announced this week. They're talking about um, having like streaming sports or something along those lines. I didn't read the whole article. I didn't get a chance to because I was just busy all this week. But um, I mean, I find that interesting that they would mention that. But there's no mention of AEW in that article at all no, that I saw. You know, well, I mean, but it's live programming that they could put on streaming. Um, Warner this, Brothers. Warner Brothers needs to figure out a way how to not lose a hundred million dollars on Blue Beetle and just focus on that right now. <laughs> like, yeah, I can't believe how much they're pushing Blue Beetle. I mean, they, they, the previews yeah. don't even make it look good. They make it look like it's the absolute laziest generic superhero movie. And they is- already they already pissed off a number of fans with, with the original trailer 
where they had the line about, oh, Batman's a fascist. As soon as you yeah. say that shit, you've already turned off a number of people. First of all, Batman fans, which, yeah. I mean, I don't know if you know this, but if you're trying to sell a comic book movie, pissing off Batman fans is a bad fucking call. Yeah, right. and having Batman in the movie is usually a good call because yeah, Batman really. is the most successful movie franchise that there has been for DC. You know, Superman being a, a maybe a close second or maybe a fairly distant second. The other thing about the Blue Beetle is even in in, in the end, like if you're a superhero nerd and and the first thing you find out is like he found this scarab. Well, hold on, there's like a hundred other superheroes that found a scarab that, that caused powers. This is, mm -hmm. it's, 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 it's also, like, he's not the original blue beetle. There's no, Ted Ford. like the third version of, uh, yeah. of, of the blue beetle. So, yeah. and so I love Jaime Reyes. I actually like in my big mm -hmm. truck that I drive, I have like a, I have like a statue, like a little tiny, like a little action figure of, of Jaime Reyes's blue beetle glued to my dash. Like I like blue beetle. But even yeah. I'm like, this doesn't look good. Yeah, I, I no but you're referencing you're referencing that the Ford in the movie too. You know, well, no, and it's an alien tech. It's not even. It's not cord tech either. It's like no, no, no. the tech, like the cartoon oh, tech oh, with Patrick yeah, yeah. Washburn. Like I didn't know yeah. the Blue Beetle was something. Great show. Yeah, yeah, that's a great show. By the way, did you see the Amazon? Awesome. Did you see the Amazon version? I never I did. did. I never got into it. It was. But I love the fucking cartoon. Cartoon was top notch. Yeah. The, oh, the cartoon was goat. But like Peter Serafinowicz is the is the tick, and it's very. It, he does a really good job with it. It's very good. He can't so. do better than Putty. I'm sorry. Uh, look, Putty was was great though. Yeah, I, I will say that. So, uh, but you know, I think it's interesting in the sense of. Uh, you know, again, Warner Brothers has it, it feels like I'm not breaking up with, with you, you're breaking huh? up with me. Yeah, it feels like AEW is there for the taking to help them out, especially with the situation. But it feels like it's one of those things they don't oh, well, help AEW. them out. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, if the strike continues and releasing, you know, get off my laptop, but obviously they have a backlog of just ba of, of reruns that they can show, and they'd just be rather like, yeah, no, it's fine. You know, they're, they're talking about live sports. They're talking about NHL games. They're talking about things that would be on NBC as the beat as the C game that they'll put on uh, Max. They're talking about simulcasts. They're talking about trying to get more NFL games. They ain't worried about it. They ain't worried about a three hundred and fifty thousand audience from AW. They're talking about a four and a half million audience to watch a NBA playoff game. Stop it. Stop it with the mm -hmm. AEW and, and HBO Max. If it's ever, ever added, it's going to be like added the old DC cartoons just, just to have like a, a library of content. But that's not the kind of live sports that he's talking about. In, in any event, the real story of the week with streaming, which I don't know why we're all of a sudden we're entertainment reporters, is that, <laughs> is that on, on the heels of Netflix both raising its rates and cracking down on user ID sharing, Disney has just raised its rates for like the third time in a year by another $3 a month while saying it's losing money. So if Disney Max uh, can't make any money, Netflix is the only one that makes money and it didn't for quite a long time. And the only reason it's making money now is because they did cut, cut down on that. And now Costco is doing the same thing and all the clubs are doing the same thing. I mean, basically, I'm, I'm calling between the movie industry, the TV industry and the streaming industry, which are all owned by the same conglomerates, basically. 
that they're they're committing suicide by shooting your conjoined triplet in the head. I mean, it's it's like it's like idiotic. They they're actually killing each other. They just they need to they need to cut bait on one of these things, and streaming is probably the one. And the prices are going so high with streaming that it's basically the same cost as cable. Which, by the way, if you call a technician to repair your cable, they probably will come out. Who the hell do you call the fixture if your service ain't working on Disney or Max or Netflix or Shutter or Tubi or or Freebie or Hulu or any of those? No one. There's nobody to call. True. You know. I mean, you're not wrong. I think. I think the. Of course, I'm not the, wrong. Well, <laughs> yeah. Every now and then. Uh, but I think I think it's that idea. That it's you know the, what they've tapped into is the power of choice of freedom. You know, like this, Jimmy. What the fuck are you doing? Fuck that. Nobody wants choice. Like you know, the, these M- Medicare parts A, B, C. Just give us fucking Medicare. Just cover everything and leave us alone. Stop giving me choices. I don't want fucking choices. I paid into this my entire life. That should be the end of the equation. Yeah, you know, maybe so. But uh, I guess, you know, the real question is, do we continue this conversation or do we go ahead and talk smack now and go forward? Because, I mean, it's not an hour yet. It's only 30 minutes. Hey, have you guys, have any, have you, have any of you guys heard the, uh, that new song that just went viral, uh, Rich Men North of Richmond? Yes. Oh, my gosh. That guy. I saw, I, I, I saw him because of the TikTok guy, Justin Danger Nutley or whatever his, his thing is. And oh, I don't know. Like, I just saw it. And then I watched it. And I was like, holy cow, such a good song. That like, fucking song is great. And I hate country music for the most part. That was really, really like the And the fact that he's just some guy who is just like, who is just, like a year ago, he was a drunk, basically. And he was just like, you know what? I think I think maybe I'm going to get into to, to doing music more. And, and I'm going to pray to God. And I'm going to say, God, I'm going to I'm going to try this for a little bit. And you sh- and you know, if it's for me, then then let me be successful. And all of a sudden, he's got like three hundred million views on YouTube or whatever. It's like, eh, I don't know if there's a god, but maybe this is the universe's way of telling you, yeah, bro, go you for it. This. Yeah, look. <laughs> all righty, well, yeah, no, I no. have but I'm gonna look for it now. But boys, maybe we should write a song. Hey. Yeah. Hey, look. I'm the DJ, right? So I mean, yeah, there you go. Auto yeah. all our shit, and this then there we go. Awesome. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Thank you. you, know, Thank you. No, but that no, I I heard that song and man, I, and it's it's a it's a reminiscent of a very old school Southern country song. Like, yeah, like it, it was um, like Country Boy Can Survive. No, no, I'm talking like you know maybe like 50s country. You know, yeah. like but but just very soulful. It's like a mixture. It's like a mixture of like like fifties country mm-hmm. with like with like outlaw country. Yes, is, is oh, I love is. outlaw country. Actually, I don't yeah. mind that type of shit. It, yeah, like Hank Williams Senior. Like, yeah, like yeah, Hank, like Hank. Yeah, it, 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 it reminded me a lot of Hank. To be honest with you, when I first heard it, I went wow. Yeah. And I've listened to that song a couple of times, man. And like it is like Jimmy, like you'll 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 understand like right away what I'm talking about. My love for hip hop has very little to do with the production, and I know, like as a DJ, right. you probably Absolutely. fucking hate hearing that. No, no, but no. My no, no, love no. for hip hop is basically in the fact that you can get. I think I personally believe this about about rap music. You can get way deeper into the lyrics in a rap song Fuck because there's so can, much man. of it, right? There's Absolutely. you can have so many lyrics in a rap song. For sure. Whereas in country, you have to have like the hooks got to take thirty seconds and everything like that, right? But 
But with rap music, you can go like real hard on the lyricism, right? So that's why like I love rap music the way that I do. This song is lyrically so fucking good, dude. And I've seen like I've seen like listen, like all the all the the usual right wing crazy people love this guy, right? Because it's country music, right? So of course right, they right. do. And of course that means all of the left wing people fucking hate this guy. But I I've seen a video from this guy where he's talking about politics. And his real honest opinion is like all of these fucking people are crooked assholes, mm, right? Yeah. Which is exactly what your opinion should be about politics, right? Is they're all crooked fucking assholes. So, um, yeah, I, I, I just honestly, What's the man, song I, called, I heard, by the way, I was, I'm rich curious because I want to check it out. Yeah, rich men north of Richmond. So north of Richmond, like as in M O N D at the end, Richmond, Virginia. Not Richmond, for example. Here, right. Right. Richmond, here. north of Richmond. Can we talk right, about right. something else? How lame is Threads? It's yeah, so it's exactly lame. like Twitter, man. No, it's, not. To... it's like Twitter without any energy. Yeah, it's like okay. it's like if it's like if Twitter got hit in the head really hard. <laughs> it's yeah. it's yeah, it's okay, not I just good. Went on it for for yeah. like two seconds, and I thought. It just looks the same, but you're right. It, There's it, no energy. If not. But, like, if you're looking for it, Richmond, North of Richmond, this is what it looks like. It's the guy. It's just him singing with his guitar. I see it. it. I see it. I see it right well, now. It, it's a redhead dude, it. right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like he's got he's got a red hit, like a red beard and shit. Red be- big red beard. And, right, and right. So just, he doesn't have a soul, but the song does. I'm listening to yeah, it right now, right. as a matter of fact. Look, it's, it's, it's I have to. really, really good. And, and hey, if you, he's got my mic. I'll give him that. Oh, you're like your actual microphone? Like yeah, he's actually out. using my mic, the same oh, mic. Funny, okay. yeah. You know, all right. You know, I, I look, it's, but uh, I don't even remember where we were at at that point. Oh, uh, threads. 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 Sorry if you like, could hear that, but I don't way. even, I have, I look, I got on threads and then it's like, okay, great. Like, so what do I do now? Okay, cool. Um, it's like Twitter, but not as fun. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, you know, like I, the whole thing about pe- people saying, "Oh, I hate Twitter; it's toxic" or whatever. Like, but that's the whole point. I go to Twitter to see other opinions that I don't normally would have, regardless of whether they're you know mine or not. I don't have right. to comment on it. I don't have to say these whatever. Go to Twitter to toxic. Be toxic. Yeah, it's real toxic man. That's that's the whole point, though. But like, I mean, do I have do I have to engage? No, I can just. Look, I guess I'm an adult, apparently, and I can just read shit and go, right. oh, well, that's a weird opinion. I don't like that opinion, but I don't really have to say anything at all. You know? I mean... It's a cesspool on Twitter, bro. It's 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 whatever. But, like, I mean, let, let's just take this for yeah, example. But it's a cesspool in the distance with a fence around it and plenty of land. I mean, you don't have to climb the fence and jump into the cesspool. I mean, right. you, you, right. can, you can yeah. just... Roll. <laughs> but, let, but let's 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 take this example let, with the HME, HMG group, which I referenced earlier, where we had a commenter talking about how yeah. our group was like Twitter, right? And I'm like, and, uh, look, Chris it's responded. Too negative. Why is yeah. it so negative? Chris responded. I responded. But I think the comments were all very like adultish and positive, and they're like Jeff look, responded too. Yeah, Jeff responded. Like, yeah, look, just with the gift, I didn't said, see Thank this. You. It didn't yeah. come up for me. So <laughs> we, we, hey, we're glad you're here. Then we appreciate your opinion, but like the whole point is, is like we're all we're not gonna be here and blow sunshine up your ass about wrestling. We're gonna right, take exactly. our honest opinion and views, and we're Absolutely. gonna share it. Whether that be good, if it's positive, we will say it. If it's yeah. not, we're okay. gonna say that too. The part is right now, it's been mostly negative. I, I have a little game 
for us. And I'm going to count down. Th I'm going to count down three, two, one. And at where you would hear zero, I want you all to say after you read that what you thought that that person was. And let's see if our answers are all the same. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. About what you guys were interacting with today? Yeah. You're talking about? Okay. This has nothing to do with me. So yeah. The guys. I never post. saw it. Okay. Right. Three, two, one. Troll. I thought he Retard was trolling. Trolls. I thought, I he, thought was he was straight up trolling. And why I thought he was trolling is because he put that comment up first of all, right? Mm -hmm. Can but someone then, give me the context of this? I kind of want to so know. This, so some, you know how like we had to restart uh, the HMG Facebook page, right? Oh, yeah, right, right, yeah. So we've got a bunch of new people in there who haven't been part of it before. Anyway, this guy joined, I guess, and he put some fucking post about how like, oh, well, everything is so negative in this in this uh, uh, page and blah, 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 blah. Fucking you call blah, it right? armchair negativity, which yeah, applies here. to oh. me. But it doesn't Who apply to like... Goose in? It wasn't me. Vince Russo is, is Yeah, there. like, get the <laughs> right, fuck right. out, man. Anyway, yeah, this yeah. guy this guy re replied with, with... Or said some shit like that, right? So then a bunch of people basically replied and were like, like, well, mine's going to show up there right away that says, is this your first time on the internet? Like, right, what the yeah. fuck is wrong with you, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. um, but... <laughs> But anyway, like his response to all of those things was very much like looking for another reaction. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Right, right, like, for sure. I think uh, I, I want to. So, so yeah, I, I put uh, first time on the internet, and his response was, "Bro, we're not on 4chan anymore." LMAO. Like, <laughs> I don't know troll, what the fuck 100%. 4chan is. To be honest, 4chan is a is a platform. It's a forum, basically. It was. Right. Okay. But, but Chris's well, yeah. response could have been he could have ripped the guy a new asshole, but he didn't. He was just like, right, if, right. if this is not what you're looking for, and he hey, did the Simon right thing. Yeah, Dude, like, right. I yeah. said, look, like if you if you want if you want hey, everything in wrestling is wonderful and I love everything and wrestling is the greatest thing in the world. And if you don't love wrestling, then I can't be friends with you and we love, 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 love everything, then go fucking watch Simon Miller. Yeah. He's great yeah. if that's what you're you looking like for. Him. You you talking about? I, I watch time. Simon Miller. Know, like, know. You know what I mean? He's great, right. I, but that's not what I want to fucking inundate myself with. Right, right. But anyway, right. this guy's responses to basically everybody was trying to get more like reactionary. You know what I mean? Mm. Like I think I want to say Jeremy Williamson had a comment to him that yeah, was yeah. very, very but, fucking like. Very like low key, like not 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 negative. Said, I have it right here. If you're right. looking, if for, you're positivity, looking for positivity on wrestling, specifically AEW, this may not be for you. And this guy's fucking response was, <laughs> "My man said wrestling can't have positivity here." No, he didn't. That's no, not what he, he fucking said. You. Why troll. does that sound like? Yeah. What's that guy Jeff that me and you follow and he follows us? The AEW fucking oh, uh, Smart ninety nine or Sage. You think maybe? No, no, slick, slick. It's slick. Do you think it could be him? No, <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think so. He but sounds this, like him. But this guy, I mean, there's literally a group called WrestleJoy. That's where he belongs. He should be in okay. WrestleJoy or any AEW fan group because I, as soon as I saw him, I'm like AEW Mark. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it, I can't stand those fucking shields, man. They're the most annoying thing in all of wrestling right now. I can't stand shields on either fucking side of the. I know, but the WB shields are nowhere near on the side. They're imaginary compared to the AEW ones. It, if you're one of those people who says enjoy all wrestling, you actually enjoy all wrestling. Good for you. I can't do that. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I, I I watch everything with a critical eye, and I dumb it down a lot for wrestling. I mean, yeah. if anyone, yeah, but all three of you are on my Facebook, so you know what my standards are for TV and mm -hmm. movie. It's like higher than most people.
people. Like I yeah. am really unforgiving yeah. about things that like a lot of people like, and yeah. and I give up on them oh, pretty early. High standards are tight. Mm. For wrestling, mm. not so much. I know what wrestling is, but it isn't all. It, it isn't all of that. And then who goes to the internet says, "Wasn't that great?" No, that's not what the internet is for. The internet is is, is for banter. And, and if you and complain about movies and watch right. cat videos and porn, that's cat videos and porn for. exactly. But to be but honest, it's not like to criticize. But to be fair, that's watching well, porn to an cat extent. Porn. Yeah, I mean, no, no, but seriously, though, right? It's not like we purposely do that. It's not like it's our gimmick to bash AEW and whatnot, right? Well, it's not a gimmick. (laughs) That's what I'm saying, but people think that. People think we just do that because that's our shtick. But no, it's listen, not. all of us have been all of us have been on on the wreckage. Like all of us have right. been on wreckage, yeah. right? And we love the wreckage. I mean the, the collision, part, sorry. <laughs> for the most part, yeah. like everybody's opinions have been like pretty skewed toward the positive on that if fucking If it's show. fucking good, we're going to say it's good, good, man. I'm going to say, "Hey, look at how good this was. Wasn't this exactly. fantastic?" And if right. it was really fucking bad, I'm going to go Fuck this it stuff. sucked. These well, guys what, don't what know was that? What was that person's name? The poster, whatever his name is, sir. If you are watching right now, we are about to talk about SmackDown. And if you are in fact an AEW Mark Tart and you want to hear negativity about SmackDown, <laughs> change the channel. You're gonna hear it. Just, 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 just no. Don't change that. Keep listening because I'm sure you're <laughs> going to hear some. Um, but if it if it is that you just want to hear positivity on wrestling, I don't know. Give, give it a chance and see what you hear. Well, there'll be some uh, t- uh, back and forth on it. But yeah. if you just want to hear pure positivity, that's what Chris Van Fleet's for. And he does yeah, it well. Exactly. And, and look, you put all our years of us watching professional wrestling all these years, we're, we're probably, you know, at about 100 years or more, more than 100 years collectively of the amount of wrestling we have all watched. Can you believe that shit? So, of course, we're going to be pretty critical or positive for that matter. If it sucks, it sucks. If it's good, it's good. Either way, we're going to tell you how we feel. We're we're, we're, going, we're going back to Andrew Jackson times. We're going back mm-hmm. to like you know Sam Houston is building up an army to face Santa Ana. When when honestly, when Abraham honestly, Lincoln was a wrestler, sir. Back honestly, Jeff this week had something about how like there were things that he feared when he was a kid, and I was like, yes, I'm sure the Huns were terrifying. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? like, so there's years there, but then there's also there's more to it than that too. It's not Jeez. just that we're four guys who have listened to wrestling. We're four guys who have listened to wrestling. We all have our own things about us right. that make us individually brilliant towards this, right? Like, like you know, Jeff clearly, you know, he was he was a he was he is a lawyer, right? Like, so I mean, he has one of those minds that's going to see the details to things, right? He's very organized, very detailed mind, right? Um, Jimmy is like he's a genius when it comes to the audio and stuff. So I mean, it takes a certain amount of obsession to be a good DJ, right? So he's got that like obsessive sort of personality. We mentioned a song and he had to go listen to it, right? right. He had well, to go listen to it because right. we're talking about I was it. Curious man, sounds right? good. Jo- you know, John being the sinister minister and everything, right? Like he has he has like his own way of looking at things. That's that's. And the way of talking about things too, right? You could be listening to four guys right now who are all shitty at podcasting. And guys, if you're listening to this podcast, you've heard those people before. You've heard people podcast who uh 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 uh, uh, uh a, yeah, in right. the middle There's of a, a fucking show, suck, and you're right, like, God right. damn it, why am I fucking listening to that? You're not getting that. You're getting a lot. You're getting a lot of very specific and very intelligent wrestling content when you listen to us. And I mean. You know, for me, for instance, right? 
I love storytelling, right? I love stories. Like more than most people in the world, I obsess about stories and storytelling, basics, things like that. So when I'm watching wrestling, I'm breaking it down as a story. And if the story makes sense, you're going to hear how much how much I love it, right? And if the story is shit, you're going to hear how much I fucking hate it, which is exactly why if you've which ever what heard irks me review, the most, right? If you've so, ever heard me review a fucking Young Bucks match, you will understand how much I hate when people don't have anything to do with story. So And I like that dynamic. And, we all bring a different thing to the table. So, you know, yeah. even though it seems like we all agree on a lot of shit and we do. But that's it is what it is. Like, I mean, AEW is just absolute caca right now, especially on Wednesdays and Fridays. These past Friday shows just, ugh. but um, yeah. But Collision, it's a great fucking show. I mean, we're gonna keep praising it until it sucks, and we'll tell you that. But I mean, I think it's interesting in that aspect too. Like, you know, we all have, we all bring these different things. Jimmy's an audio production guy. I'm a TV movie production guy. Chris is a storytelling guy. Wow, you know, I, Jeff I, I thought you were here because you were Lance Archer's water boy. Well, I am that too. Uh, uh, <laughs> his I, look, I, I'm his. I'm his little bitch. But uh, uh, and you no, run that, an Airbnb for for uh, the the Savage Gentleman and Lady Frost. Uh, that's okay. Uh, Jimmy's basically the water boy for the BCC too. Yeah. Well, you what? Know. Not the or BCC. The, the, Come on the, now. The BBC, right? That's more my That's more my kind. I don't yeah, discriminate, no, was, boys. No, no, no. Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy was on this Friday. He was. He was. Huh? It, it seems like he's going to challenge uh, Orange Cassidy for the international. Oh, that's, oh, that's right. That's right. Get yeah. fucked. I hate yeah. it, man. Wait till we talk about that. Or if you want to even, we're not, talk we're not about talking it. about that. That's not tonight. That's not right <laughs> now. Uh, all right. One well, last thing I want to talk about but, real quick. Yeah. It was it was a news article that came out yesterday, uh, being that it was you know, this week we had a shakeup of the commentary where Wade Barrett and Michael Cole have been right. moved to Raw, and uh, Corey Graves uh, with Kevin Patrick and then Michael Cole are on SmackDown, and the article was that Endeavor and some of the other partners wanted Michael Cole because they see him as the face of WWE as far as commentary goes. So, well, uh, gentlemen, I wanted your take on that thought. And um, is is it, like, one of the things I appreciate about the way the, the commentary was going is it gave Michael Cole uniqueness. We didn't have to hear him all the time. And now we're back to hearing him all the time. So what are your <laughs> thoughts on this move? And hearing that the other partners of this merger wanted that to happen. So uh, let's start with Chris. What did you think about this? I famously can't stand Michael Cole. And I know there's a big like push recently towards like, oh, we should respect Michael Cole for all the years. And No, I don't like Michael Cole. I don't think he's a good announcer because I don't understand what his fucking perspective is. I do not understand what Michael Cole likes or doesn't like about professional wrestling. So I have a really hard time ever really uh, connecting with anything that he says. He's very bland. All I can hear is... Vince McMahonisms constantly from Michael Cole. I don't. I don't remember ever really listening to Michael Cole on commentary and thinking, "Well, that was a good insight." Because I don't know that he actually has his own insights. And that's being respectful. The guy has been doing this for a very, very long time, and I respect the years he's put in. But I operate heavy machinery for a living, and I've been doing it for about like full time for about eight years, about 10 years, something like that. And I am significantly better than some guys who have been operating for 25 years. Cause sometimes the years doesn't make you good. It just makes you fucking crotchety. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, 
I guess fine. I, I I don't I don't like most of their announcers. Basically, if you asked me to to name uh you know the good announcers on WWE right now, I might say Wade Barrett and Wade Barrett. <laughs> yeah. I don't disagree with that at all. Jeff, what are your thoughts on this? And hearing that the partners wanted this and not just that this is not a WWE move. Okay. I mean, listen, if the, if the new bosses want something, new bosses get something. So that, that, there's yeah. no surprise The new there. bosses are Vince McMahon and he's uh, bored. No. Uh, <laughs> if, I would say Michael Cole maybe is the voice of WWE, not the face. I mean, Roman Reigns is certainly the face right now. Right. Anyway, uh, what do he's I think? He's a heel, Jeff. Yeah. yeah. The, the main thing that I think is that the three hour show is the show that needs three people on it. I'm mm -hmm. grateful that Kevin Patrick, who's awful, is off of the three hour show so I can hear less of him. And I'm grateful for three men on SmackDown so that which is only two hours. So that Kevin Patrick, it, it's his his input is reduced even further. As to that they want Michael Cole on both shows, I really don't care. I, I you know, I, 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 I'm agnostic on Michael Cole. I, I, to me, he's not Al Michaels, but I, I don't feel that he's terrible either. And I think that for many years, Vince was telling him what to say. And I think that since he's been freer, he's been more interesting or he's at least acknowledged other wrestling, you know, universes and promotions <laughs> and things like that. But I, I'm not listening to wrestling for Michael Cole. I mean, the only thing that I'm interested in Michael Cole is when Bailey makes fun of him and when yeah. either Corey Graves or Wade Barrett pick on him. And, and he's good yeah, enough And top dollar, and top dollar. Yeah, I mean, I don't care. Oh, and he rips on No, when he rips oh, on he destroyed, yeah. destroyed top dollar. Okay. I mean, none of these teams are Heenan and Monsoon or McMahon and Ventura. Um, JR you know, and King. JR and King. Uh, yeah, JR, exactly. JR and King. So, listen. They can keep looking. I'm, I I hope the Biggie gets better physically, but if not, I hope they put him on commentary. Or if they won't, if they want maybe try my next bring Booker T up to Raw. I, I want some. I, I want what I hear to be interesting. And if Chris's gripe is that Michael Cole is not particularly interesting, Chris is right. But he's not the problem with WWE commentary. I mean, Kevin Patrick is the problem, and Corey Graves ain't that interesting. Uh, and Wade Barrett is. I mean, Wade, 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 Wade Barrett is amazing at this, I, mm -hmm. I have to say. Uh, and, you know, why don't you try one of the many females you have there that seem pretty good at talking as well? I mean, they tried with Renee Paquette. She wasn't any good at it, but maybe Kathy Kelly would be. Bring mm -hmm. bring Kelly Kincaid up. I, I don't know. As long as I'm Megan Moore. Anyway, I, I, I don't feel... a ring announcer right now. I'd say give her a shot because she, she might be the best ring announcer since Fink. I, I mean, legitimately, I like her as a ring announcer, but yeah. give That's her a, a shot on commentary. Yeah, uh, Ricochet's girl. Yeah, Samantha Irvin. Yeah, she's yeah she's pretty good, but I I won't put her above Jillian at um, Jillian Hall. Uh, anyway, yeah, I, I don't have strong feelings on it. Okay. Jimmy, uh, the audio guy, Jimmy T. Um, knowing that you're going to hear Michael Cole all the time in years, and I I think they meant it could have been a typo. They could have probably meant voice when they said face, but well, you know, that was he's going to be the play said. by. He's going to be the play-by-play -play guy on Raw, but supposed to be the color guy on SmackDown, but we'll get to that in a moment. But as far as Cole goes for me, yeah, I, I never rated him at the start, like when he first came in. But I will say this. I don't know if you guys realize this, but he was a war reporter, man. He was a war journalist that used to go to Iraq, um, he, all sorts of uh, you know, war-torn countries, even Serbia, the Balkan Wars over there. 
and Croatia and all that, the Yugoslav wars. He was covering all that stuff. So he's got balls, man. So, you know, I'll take my hat off to him for that. But as far as his commentating goes, cool. I think he's improved much, much more over the last eight years, say. I think he's way more, like, easier on the ears. I think since Vince especially has been gone, supposedly, he's much better. He seems much more invested, especially when he's with McAfee. He's on a different level. I I think Cole is great when he's with McAfee because McAfee really brings out the greatness out of Cole. You know what I mean? They complement each other perfectly. But when he's not happy and he's just going through the motions, he that's when he really sucks and it shows it. He just needs someone fresh that can just sort of motivate him if that makes any sense. Yeah. And Kevin Patrick agree. sucks. Well, he does. I think we can all I don't agree understand why. Sucks. And we can all agree that Chris looked like a head coach in the NFL trying to, you know, get guys <laughs> to get into position on the play right there. Uh, my so, uh, my uh, man on the field. Get yeah. off. Get off. Get the fuck off say, the field. But can I say also, I don't hate Corey Graves like you guys do. I actually like him. I think he's actually quite good. I know he can get annoying. But I think he does his job pretty well, though, when you think about it, as a color guy. That's the problem. I think he's... But that's the whole bit. He's supposed to be a heel, and he's not. He's trying... He tries too hard to be a heel, and it's fake, and that's how it comes across. And that's why I don't like Corey. Whereas Wade, Wade straddles that line. He gives you just enough of a heel moment, but still fills in with the technical aspects that you want from a color guy. Like, that's why you want to He's more neutral, though, compared to Graves, though, when no, you think about I, it. No, I think is he more is. of a heel. Corey Graves is, is the one that tries so? to straddle uh, both sides of the fence. Corey tries to straddle uh, both sides. And, and, and that's the thing. Wade will give you the technical aspect with a heelish undertone. And, like, whereas Corey will say ridiculous things over the top to try to be a heel. And the fact that, like, like last night, Michael Cole or Kevin Patter, I can't remember which one, because uh, they're like, do you even hear yourself talk when they talk to Corey Graves because it felt like he just said something heelish to try to be heelish and not it didn't like go with the flow you know um you need that guy and it to that color guy to be a healer or babyface whatever that is but you need that to be a little bit more subtle to give you the technical aspects of it Wade will be he will he will be that heel but he's not over the top to where it's still enjoyable to listen he has that fine balance well what Retro Rocket Review said in his last comment is actually kind of um, true. Like he says, Corey improved and he was calling out all the wrestling moves last night when that used to not be allowed, which is true. He was saying all sorts of wrestling moves. From... No, but he was. He actually I'm was. I'm not you. I'm, I made the mistake of looking into chat and somebody Todd Brantley the comment king I think maybe uh, losing his title uh, uh, because there's, there's nothing about MLW we can say the best except it's the best of being unwatchable yeah. speaking of Matt Striker is it just me or has he changed physically I don't know I haven't seen him changed physically He's yeah. changed, man. What's wrong with you, man? He doesn't look the same. I saw him recently. I think okay. it was on... When you get someone... older and you try desperately to stay in shape, you tend to look more emaciated and it changes everything. Oh, it's bad, it's like man. I never Older, skinny guys like don't right. always look like... There's a fine line between being older and looking like you're in shape and looking like you're battling cancer. And I don't mean that. To he be does. Yeah, and right. you spot on, though. He looks like he's battling cancer, man. He's probably he's a vegan anything. now. <sighs> Enough said. And that's what right. he, looks yeah. like. he looks like someone who switched to veganism about 15 months ago. 
Look, you know what I mean, uh, I don't Sadly. know if I could ever do that. Look, if my doctor said, "Hey, you need to you need to go vegan, or you you're going to die in five years," guess what? Boy, set my <laughs> set my funeral for five years because that's what's going to happen. I'm gonna have a really fun five years and get yeah. the fuck out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that. I, I go crazy with that eating meat, dude. Like I'm telling you, <laughs> oh my god, I, I need uh, my meat, man. Uh, we need to clip that. We need to we, clip yes, that. We, 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 we know <laughs> you do. <laughs> Oh, Don't we know it? Yeah, Jimmy just clipped it himself. He just said, "He just." By the way, it. Jimmy, you missed you missed out on this, so I'm gonna try to save it, I guess, for next week. But you know how I do like a special intro for you, like every week on the skirmish, right? Right. I have like a little thing. My 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 line this week was how about your uh, was actually about that you're the reason why everything's about penis on the PWC. So did you say look that? out look out I for that the intro, but. Now, you didn't hear the intro because I didn't do an intro for you on the skirmish this week. No, you right. On the yeah, skirmish yeah. So, this week. Wait, which intro? Oh, you're talking about if I was on, that yeah, was going to yeah, be the intro. Oh. Uh, I was going to say. Why did you have to, like, you should have surprised okay. me still. And that's okay because the Sinister Mission is all about soaking and stroking. That's all we're ah. about. So, uh, <laughs> with that transition, it's an hour. So let's go ahead and talk some Smack Attack. This gets soaked. And get, and let's get soaked with uh, SmackDown. Uh, gentlemen, last night's show Ooh, uh, yeah. came for us on um, uh, it was August 11, 2023, from the Saddle Dome in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Um, with commentary by Michael Cole, Corey Graves, and Kevin Patrick, the new shakeup of the uh, commentary last night. And, uh, shake it up. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and and on, and surprisingly enough, we start off with Charlotte Flair making her way down to the ring, um, and they give a little clip of what happened with them and EO Sky and Oscar and all the three way and all that happened there. So then we have a match of Charlotte Flair versus Oscar. And uh, one thing I wanted to ask real quick before we get into this. Um, I mean, I'm, we all watched SummerSlam. Did any of you feel like the uh, Bianca Belair injury was legit? Uh, no. no, I mean, I thought it was probably yeah, storyline, but she definitely sold it well. And the way they orchestrated with the ref not leaving her side until another ref with the medical team came was very good. But I, I was I was pretty sure it was storyline, but not 100%. But then when she started looking back to the ring while she was limping, I'm like, yep, storyline, cool. Um, so yeah, that's okay. fine. Chris. Um, yeah, no, I did. I didn't think that it was a legitimate injury. I thought that she actually sold it too well for it to have been a legitimate industry mm. or a, a, a injury. Um, yeah, I, I guess maybe, maybe she needs a little bit of time off. Maybe she's just taking a few weeks off in order to, you know, uh, come back as a heel. Maybe we're going to see a, Maybe we're going to see her join the the Hurt Business or whatever the hell they're calling themselves. The Suit the Profits. Blood. The New oh, Blood. Not the blue... Yeah. yeah. The, suit yeah. the Suit Profits. The uh, we'll Suit Profits that. just sounds stupid, though. What the fuck yeah. is a Suit Profit? No. Anyway. It, anyway. Uh, Jimmy, <laughs> what, do you, what do you think? Well, the injury legit or not? Yes, I feel No, absolutely not. I never fell for that, man. Yeah. But Sonya Deville is uh, legitimately injured, so that means our women tag titles... Uh, Chelsea Green actually posted on Instagram, hey, I'm taking open tryouts for partners to see who can replace He's Sonya so Deville. Dumb. Oh, let me tell you I'm a little bit pissed off here, and this has nothing to do with anyone in the, uh, in this chat, but 
I did a hammerlock hangover. I had to do a solo oh. show. I did it. I recorded it Monday night. Steve did not drop it until this morning. And I'm pretty sure on that I said something. It would have been fun if, like, she holds some sort of auditions. But I'm not sure because I haven't listened back to it. So I don't know if I'm yelling about nothing or not. But I think that I sort of <laughs> prognosticated this. Okay. <laughs> There's a chance Jeff was right about something everyone oh acknowledged In advance, but nobody will know it. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, well, you're saying it a week late, sir. If you said you said it on Monday, there's no proof because it dropped today. I know! So, yeah. So, anyway, we have this match with Asuka versus Charlotte. I, I, I mean, obviously, I'm trying to skip around this one a little bit. It wasn't, look, it wasn't a, it wasn't a terrible match. It was nope. an okay match. Yeah. Um, Let me tell you about terrible matches. The main event of Dynamite and the main event of Rampage. After seeing those two matches, this was Fucking the the whatever the greatest Russian ballet ever of all time. This, this um, was Brett Austin at WrestleMania in comparison <laughs> to, yeah. to Soraya and, and Sky Blue that everybody was like, oh my god, I can't wait for this match. It's that, gonna be amazing. Honestly, Soraya and Sky Blue was like oh, the, was the second worst of the, mm. of the week because that fucking this way, John Dynamite main event. Yeah. Uh, Holy fuck! Me and Chris were going to do Uncaged late last night, right? Okay. And then you know he was watching my feed, like you know to watch Rampage. Allegedly. Like, as we were watching it, yeah, allegedly. Oh, yes, true, allegedly. So, put it this way, I felt bad. I go towards the end, I go, you know what, Chris? Fuck this it's shit, man. Friends watching TV together. No, 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 because I go, I feel bad, man, that you have to, I'm putting you through this shit, and I'm watching it for the second time now, right? So, I'm like, this show's just that bad. I go, Chris, just go to bed, bro. <laughs> fuck this. You know what I mean? Like, seriously, it's not worth it. We'll just do it tonight. You know what I mean? That's how bad this show was. All right. Well, and apparently Retro Rocket is like, what am I missing? It was so bad. Um, it wasn't. If we're talking about Charlotte against Oscar, it wasn't. No, 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 no. no, no, we're, no, we're no, talking, no. They're talking no. about Soraya and Sky Blue. Right. Uh, Rampage. I, 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 what, what are you missing? I guess eyes. Right. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, all right. You know, but uh, yeah, like I didn't, I couldn't even. I turned on AEW once last night and then I was like, nope, James Bond is on and it is the man with the golden gun. Yes, please. Look, Scaramanga. Oh, Mr. Scaramanga. Look, Christopher Lee is the shit. I mean, I'm telling you, if you've never, you've never seen. No, the dude at 88 years old released a heavy metal album. He released a heavy metal. He released a Christmas album. Does it sound good? Dude, it's fucking awesome. Really, it, Christopher Lee is the fucking man. Like, he wow. is the fucking man. Like and he was the lead singer of the Crash Test Dummies. You know? No. No, um, crash test dummy. Yeah, you sure? um, yeah. <laughs> no. I mean, well, look, he still goes strong, man. Look, they the still fact, sound great. So. The yeah. fact that Christopher Lee had the balls to walk up to like when when they were directing when Peter Jackson was directing something about Lord of the Rings, and he goes, "No, no, no, that wouldn't work." He goes, "How do you know?" He goes, "Of the two of us, who has met Tolkien?" Oh, I have, sir. And like he said that to Peter Jackson. Also, like, the fact that he walked up to Peter Jackson and was like, and because so, so Christopher Lee was famously like actually like a fucking like uh, S- like a secret S-S-S- agent for fuck's yeah. sake, basically, yeah. right? Was he? And yes. in the middle, in the middle of filming, there's a there's a scene where uh, where his character gets stabbed, and he walks up to fucking to to to, uh, to to the director, and he's like he's like he's like, have you ever heard a man get stabbed? It actually sounds more like this, and it's like, oh my god, yeah, this like, guy, he's so a fucking he can do heavy metal in his nineties. He's he's a former fucking secret agent, 
It, like he's the coolest fucking guy in the world. Like, that James is Bond. the most interesting man in the world. He he's been James Dracula Bond. in six different decades. Yeah, James <laughs> Bond was based off of the stories of his yeah. unit. Oh, really? Like, the stories of his unit, you know, uh, they were based off of him, like in wow. his unit and what they did. That was the whole premise. That's where because um, shit. Why am I bringing Fleming? In Fleming was he 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 basically wrote the reports for these secret secret agents in, in World War II, and that's where he got the ideas for James Bond because of of uh, Christopher's Lee. By the way, what a great like concept for uh, for a bunch of espionage books. That the cover is that the guy is an actor, so like once a year he does a movie, you know, or every now and then he takes, takes small bits in movies, and that's where he's actually doing his like undercover stuff. They did that with uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme. It was an Amazon show. And it was like Jean-Claude Van Damme or something like that. Yeah. I'm serious. It's on there. It's hilarious. It's like he goes in. He's a secret agent, but he's he's Jean-Claude Van Damme. But he takes these roles to be the secret agent. Oh, we we have to shoot in Colombia this week. Yeah. For this week. (laughs) It was – it's hilarious. It's very funny to watch. The director demanded Minsk. (laughs) <laughs> right yeah right yeah so it's it's very funny to go check that out but anyway this is oscar charlotte you know this was a premise to lead up to off? yeah well because it's easy because this match was yeah but the the premise of it was to have eo sky come out to flaunt the new thing and damage control beats them up um because damage control runs the world because bailey as uh michael cole says bailey's in the back saying we are the champs we are the champs and it's really EO Sky. But um, Dakota Kai was back last night. Um, I'm going to be honest, at the end of the night when she said, uh, and you're new, you know, whatever. <laughs> like, she sounded like shit. I don't remember her sounding that bad. Like, Yeah, her voice she was kind of off. You're right. It sounded real bad. I don't remember that at all. Am I misremembering her voice? Or- no, no, no. Yes. I-, I thought the same thing, actually, to be honest. So She's terrible. There was something off. She's terrible, though, to okay. be fair. Okay, all right. Well, she, she, she started sucks. off bad, and she just it just reminded her of how bad she was. Okay. The, the only thing I'm interested in this is, I mean, I think it's fine that they came in and beat them both up, but Asuka's a heel, so does this mean that Asuka's now going to be turned face? Yeah, I mean, I, that's a good question. You know, I doubt it, though. You know, I, I, look, I, I, I get the mist over as a face. Right. Well, I know she didn't always well, need the mist, but, uh, but she did, because if people want to like her... She's kind of a tweener, though, because of the fans as well. I mean, she's kind of right in the middle right now. I mean, we're, we're obviously going to get, get a co- they, can they coexist between Charlotte and Asuka part oh, 100%. As they, as well, they they're going to team up next week. One hundred, no, Right, no, exactly. No, 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 Dakota exactly. Can't, I mean, you know, Dakota yep. didn't get in the ring until it was all done. I mean, yep. she can't, she well, can't she didn't get in the ring at all. I don't think she, she can't get into the ring for yeah. another few months. She's not ready yet to yeah, come she back. She was That's just 100%. there on the outside with the mic. Right. Which you is know. nice. Yeah, I mean, um, but I mean, just like me, positives. Dakota Kai didn't wrestle, <laughs> right? Yeah, there we go. I, but I mean, if you remember, Oscar was using the miss when she was a face because she would use it she when was, she was right. like overpowered yeah. or down I mean, and out, like I mean, you know, I like looked, there's three or four people. 
Remember yeah, when Roseanne, they got rid of, like, Homely Becky and they came back with, like, Hot <laughs> Becky? Like, I wouldn't mind if they got rid of, like, this Dakota Kai and, like, came I back. I love Roseanne, like, man. Jade Cargill, but it's Dakota Kai. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking pull, about? We didn't just pull like, a Diesel and Razor Ramon and just yeah. replace the the actor. Fuck. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Kind of like what Aunt Bev. Kind of like Aunt Bev on the... the I already the said it's like Hot Becky. Well, well, look at... What's that show, man? Uh, is it... There's Days of Our Lives. It's on every freaking daytime. No, um, the other one, Bold well, and the Beautiful, is. whatever. Yeah. Is it Bold and the Be- Is it Bold and the Beautiful that's on still during the day? Jimmy, you're, you're not going to get the right Jimmy, soap opera answer from us. Yeah, what? what? We well, watch wrestling. That's our soap opera. Yeah. You know, you guys know everything about soap operas. God damn it, pal. No, but my point was they've changed the actors on that show over and over over the years. That it's ridiculous. You know what I mean? But they're playing the same characters. No, the famous thing about people. soap operas is that they don't change actors. Actually, in Days of Our All Lives, right, but they, actually, this... they brought back the old actor plant. So they, so they, what they did is okay. They where's t- Ridge from, for example? Which show was Ridge from again? I don't know, but they, they, the, the oh, guy who was playing the character, right. he actually was programmed to think he was that character. So when the real, the old actor came back, he, t- he took his character, and the other guy, they just changed his name and he programmed, and he became like John Brown. <laughs> uh look todd brantley you got your you got your title back because that was a good one yes and Johnny, yeah i i will agree with that one i think he uh, means this show <laughs> no no I no, think no, he's no. About SmackDown. no todd, todd oh, show is great happy show birthday awesome. to the holster brother <laughs> i don't know if it is his birthday i'm just saying he just... no it is it is he's yeah, number is... 70 yep oh is he okay right yeah i don't care i don't i care. don't i don't care i love it <laughs> Okay, anyway, next time. No, John. No. Come to Kayla backstage. (laughs) Look, look. Okay, I'll say this. Don't do that again, dude, please. The one thing I love about this conference is there's always karaoke on Tuesday night, which I crush. And then Wednesday night, there's a dance party, and I was on the floor for two and a half hours after doing leg day. So Thursday, I literally, like, drug myself out of bed to go to the gym. Did you Rusev crush? Uh, you know, I did actually. It was a lot of fun. Um, anyway, so we're going backstage. I did. Look, look. Karate chop. Yeah. Right. I did. The, I did the uh, E Honda sumo slap. You know, like. Oh, the. Yeah. Did you do the Eddie Kingston slap motorcycle? Fuck. Yeah. That is the dumbest slaps. I hate those slaps. The machine gun slaps. Yes, of course. They're pathetic. If it Every was, professional wrestler Cassidy, should stop doing it, it now. If it wasn't for Orange Cassidy, those would be the worst strikes I've ever seen. <laughs> the lowest. But, Everyone's got to stop doing that. It's a pan, It's like an epidemic right now of, but, of machine oh, gun slaps. But, okay, you, you, uh, this is something I did do. You want to know something? Funny? I did put my hands <laughs> in my pockets, and I did oh. the Orange Cassidy kicks on the dance floor, oh. and people were digging it. Thought I was like a, I was dancing. Like, oh, no. like I you piggybacked off the motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I intentionally did that just to see what, how people would react. John Travolta like, in 1977, uh, like you're you're bragging about your dance exploits at the club. Yeah, yeah did I you am. do the thumb? No, I did the sprinkler. Oh, damn it! <laughs> the sprinkler. I did the sprinkler. <laughs> oh, I did the shovel. You know, you, 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 you. The and shovel? the light bulb. And what about the 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 rope? <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh yeah! No, I lasso somebody. Mm. <laughs> I lasso like that. That's it. And then you lasso <laughs> them, man. Oh, blue oyster man. styles, huh, John? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, 
I'm not, sure what, I'm not sure what kind of dancing you're doing, John, but this and this, that doesn't the less that you... doesn't look like a light bulb to me. That looks like you're you're doing something uh, a lot more yeah. interesting, you know? Well, yeah. It sounds like your your dating tips are a lot like your kidnapping <laughs> tips. <laughs> you lasso the man, you put in the light bulb. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, look. Hey, it uh, works. This it show works. is brought to you by the sound of freedom. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Free quilt. Anyway, so we go to our next part, which is Caleb acting with Santos Escobar. Um, and as he's talking, uh, Austin Theory comes in and just beats him up. And he slams him on the equipment in the back, and the officials break it up. That and looked bad. He hits him with a piece of equipment onto Escobar's leg, and then we go to a commercial break. And uh, Santos Escobar comes back from that commercial break. He's backstage, and Doctor's like, he has ice on his left knee, and he's in pain. He's just, ah. Look, when I saw this, I thought of the Peter Griffin. Ah. Ah, ah where's my mask? Ah. That's what I thought. I thought of Chris Ams doing his yeah. impersonation of Andrade. Where's my mask? You got to do it, Chris. Where is my mask? You have stolen my mask, and I will get it back from you, House of Black. <laughs> Give me my mask. Oh, but my where is your mask? <laughs> Look, this is the only reason why this this show was entertaining because we're making it entertaining right now. Um, oh man, now but still, Chris's impersonation of Tony Khan is just something else, man. <laughs> well, I mean, that you, is just gotta, you just got to be coked up and no. Yeah, well, uh... well, Chris is always. Yeah, well, uh, you know, I'm not going to take that kind of bullshit, but you know, you whatever you want, because you know, I'm, just, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to take this shit anymore. I'm really yeah. not. You guys, you guys, seriously, I'm not going to take this shit anymore. Just watch, okay? Just watch. Oh, fuck, uh, how good? How much does that sound like TK? No shit. No. You're spending too much time with TK there, Chris. Just saying. No, Just careful. watching his damn product hey, is enough. Cocaine is expensive. It pays to have yeah. nice friends. Right. Look, I know. I, I understand. <laughs> All right. So next up, we have AJ yeah. Styles with Beechin and Karrion Cross. So, <sighs> look, look, yeah. yeah I, look, I, 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 this, I, is, I, this was bad, and I mean, buy it. First of all, this should have stopped like a month ago. This oh, should have stopped God. a month ago. It's still going on. And when it Second came, of all, there should have been a match against Gallows first. Right. Wait, what's the point of the Good Brothers? Well, they're What's supposed to be so that you get to AJ, so it matters. But also we have a, <laughs> but, a promo from Cross saying, every prophet needs his disciples. Just wait. So who the disciples of, a, of Apocalypse? Maybe. Maybe making so a comeback? Just, yeah. Like, I mean, this is like, he's like the Iron Mike Sharp morph with Al Snow <laughs> job squad. Mm -hmm. That's a yeah. bad mixture. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not it's not good. He, they kept trying to get over the Harbinger of Doom. But yeah, oh, and had, the other one. He had another nickname they gave him afterwards as well. I forgot what it was. What, the guy the who promises Doom but loses? No, yeah. no, no. The Harbinger of, of, of Doom. Was it that, right? The, the first Gardener one? of Doom. Oh! No. Oh. infringement. And I got the trademark. No, but really, oh, something, something about the evil renegade or some shit like that, man. Or something renegade. No, it's just like, retarded, man. Yeah, he's like, I learned the retarded from AJ, renegade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I learned from AJ, so I'm gonna have my disciple. 
Bills. You know, I mean, like whatever. Uh, well, I, apparently he's going to start a faction. That's the word know, on the street. That would have been fine too. Like they just could have done this in different timing. Like they could have had the match, right? I think it was a bad thing to do. I, I think I think him lose the fifty-fifty booking is fucking ridiculous. Like one of the main selling points behind AEW when they first started, like one of the things they mentioned a hundred times in like their first few promos and everything before the company actually started was we're not going to do 50 50 booking here at aew which i mean they do of course but that's something that pisses people off it's fucking annoying it means that nobody gets not over aw not aw fans Chris. and listen and listen you could have had all of this stuff happen on the show and it could have made way more sense in a different format so just hear me out okay you have carrying cross he comes out he loses to aj you do the match exactly how you did it right you have a couple of segments go by a couple of segments go by and then and then we see a backstage promo carrying cross is backstage it's not quite so produced but he's in a dark lit room and he says almost verbatim what he says and then it makes sense because okay i lost but here's how i can win Right. Yeah. I need to go and I need to bring my own people in or whatever. Right. But doing it this way was like, I'm I'm going to bring my own people in so that I can beat AJ. Then he loses. Nobody comes in to help him. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Just yeah. time it differently. And it would have been so much better. Yeah. I yeah. agree. You know, the timing of it was dumb. Um, it felt like something that should have happened after the match, maybe even later in the show. It should have like happened. Like you said, it hasn't even been 50 50 booking. Cross yeah. is lost. All th- all matches. No, no, Cross won like the last match. I'm yeah, pretty he sure. Won, but it was because no, Carl beat, Anderson. He beat Carl Anderson. He's never beat AJ. He beat AJ in like three. No, he beat AJ. Him, so. He did. He beat there was AJ. A, there was 100%. a bunch of people were pissed off about it because he beat he him so did. quick. I yeah. remember that clearly. He did 100. percent Yeah, it was like right before the right before I think um, SummerSlam or the week before SummerSlam. It was like a I'm pretty sure SummerSlam. he beat him down after the match was over. No, no, no! He, he did. pinned he AJ in like three he minutes. Did. It was a yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter. Like, right. It doesn't matter. Clearly, it didn't fucking it's make irrelevant. any kind of right. Im- yeah, irrelevant. it didn't make any kind of imprint. Yeah, and, yeah. and AJ is yeah. The remember, we're complaining about it. It done nothing for him. And he's in his mid forties. If you're trying to put someone over, AJ is the one that's supposed to put over the younger guy who isn't that young to be. He's thirty five, but <laughs> but he right. is. That's young by WWE standards, but. This isn't putting him over. You're you're just burying him, and it's like you've got this whole act. You got the big muscle guy. You got the the girl who looks like Sable, Dude, where her boobs are not around. only, not only buried though, Jeff. Mission buried Bordeaux after throwing the way she tossed her over that table. That yeah. was wicked. I mean, I mean it's, okay to, it's okay to meet him, beats her because Scarlett's not supposed to yeah. be a wrestler. But this whole right. thing is dumb. Like, why would you get disciples? Who would? Who would follow you? You you've been yeah. you've been nothing but a disaster. Cold of cross. Like like it would have made sense if he beat AJ or he was beating up AJ and the Good Brothers came in to stop it and it was a DQ. So then he got his disciples to to come in. It was it was a no finish. You know whatever that is. Mm-hmm. Um, that would have made sense. But this makes no sense. I mean maybe maybe it's it's, it's Andrade and Miro with the mask. No, what, what it is that? is that Bray yeah. Bray has failed, and so they want another oh. spooky faction. Yeah. Do you think it could be Bray, actually? No, Bray has no. failed, and they want another spooky. You see the report today that the, the Bray's uh, illness may have been life-threatening. Yeah. It's like, Mental oh God, fucking okay. illness. What the, That's what, what it what, is. What life-threatening? And then you have the reporter saying, 
well, it's a personal matter. He deserves his privacy. Oh, okay, fuck off. listen, I understand what you're saying, but when an actor has an illness and can't be on set or when an athlete can't be on, on their team, they disclose what the illness is. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you want to be a celebrity, things that are private matters become public matters when you're supposed to be performing. And that that's that's just a price of celebrity. I'm, I'm pretty sure I actually know who's going to join the faction and uh, because they just fit like being like sort of dark characters um, and like really like sort of just keep them quiet and have them like really be muted and sort of angry and in black uh you you br what you do is you bring in elton prince and uh and kim oh. wilson and uh you just have them be just the heaters for for carrying cross's new stable well you know who you know who it's gonna be it's gonna be someone they can be then they can be it's gonna be deadly it's gonna be people that you do that they're doing nothing with right now it's gonna be like the one guy he's beaten riddick moss and like a Rick Boogs, uh, or they're going to dig up Elias and and put him in there. So it's it's going to be it's going to be a bunch of jabronis, which is which is fine if he ever won. No, I want three and B to come back as crosses the new leader. What what if it's the uh, <laughs> the NXT guys um, that uh, are in the cult down what's there? It's called yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, um, no, the, 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 the Gacy, Gacy, you're talking about schism. Oh, schism, no, yeah. Those guys it's are schism, they're, they're, they're done in October. Yeah, they've already schismed already again. Yeah, because I well, I mean, I heard that they were done in October, but like, could that be evident of a yeah. like, you know? No, they suck up. anyway. Good no. riddance to them. Mm. Even right. before when they were called, what, what were they called? The uh, the dirty old the dyad, Tommy the Poofters, oh yeah, veterans, the grizzled GYV. young Poofters, whatever. No man, we need we need more cults in wrestling. There's not enough right. cults in wrestling. Not enough. No, there really isn't. There really isn't. We need yeah. more cults. More cults. More 100 percent More cults. More cults. More cults. Yeah. Heck, we even need Brother Love back as the head of the new cult. I love you. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need Brother yeah, Love. Then I can do it. He's the sinister minister. Yeah. Oh, true. You're the I'll legit southerner too. Go do it, please. Yeah. I love <laughs> you. <laughs> so. All right, so this we agreed this match was nothing, and it you know it, it was again a disappointment. All to set up the fact that Karrion Cross is somehow going to have disciples now, for some reason, um, which makes no sense. Maybe um, they're like little Jimmys, and they're not like real. Like you can't see them, like you, like you. Yeah, but you That's can see me. Meant. Unfortunately, I don't see because it. <laughs> you're AI generated. I just well, hear you. Whatever you can, I will go blank. No, but really, maybe like maybe it's our truth. No. Yeah. Bring back our truth. Just why not? I mean, if he's going to be a disciple, right, where he's fully like, like you know, hypnotized. You just pull a straight up right to censor, and you have like some of the most entertaining guys come back, just completely muted and not wanting to say anything. Yeah, bring our truth and pretty deadly back, and they're all gothic and silent. That would be fucking hilarious. Absolutely, I'm down. Just bring back the misfits. Aaron Ben Shalomo, thank you, sir. We appreciate that. that <laughs> thank you. Shalom, that. shalom. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, reveal, HMG is a cult. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Hamid uh -huh. Media cult. <laughs> <laughs> and then we had another recap of Cody Rhodes against Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam, which was awesome after this match. Awesome, dude. How, then I mean, I'm awesome. such a Cody Mark now. Yeah. Absolutely. Edge music's hit and he comes down to the ring Fuck because both it's of you. Canada. 
What? What? You hate Cody? I fucking hate Cody. No, well, I'm you not shouldn't saying, hate Cody. I was being sarc- sarcastic about mine. I wasn't. I actually <laughs> was. But, yeah. <laughs> I was going along with you, John. Just, I don't just hate anyone. Uh, that's, so, you hate everyone, Jeff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's true. Jeff, you hate everyone. You don't hate anyone. You hate everyone that. equally. How's that? Yeah. yeah, Jeff is the epitome of the curmudgeon. But so. he does. But he, but he really doesn't. You, you, you should have seen him and Jimmy last night. Jeff hates Jimmy more oh. than most people. <laughs> oh, for sure. If there's anyone he hates, it's me, one hundred percent. All right. So next we have Kathy Kelly backstage. <laughs> so we had Ezra's Budget. We had a commercial break. Kathy Kelly comes back with Austin's theory. He's upset. He might not be able to defend his title. Because um, Escobar is hurt, and he mocks him, and then then we cut to Edge in the ring, um, and he wasn't advertised. He got his twenty five year anniversary. Don't skip over Kathy Kelly. Boobs. What? Okay. Boobs. Okay. There you go. Um, so then we have that he's got his twenty five year anniversary in uh, WWE next week in Toronto, and he saw Calgary was on the list a week before, and it's been too long since they've seen each other. Hey, cheap pop. Um, so basically, this was all a like look. I kind of enjoyed this promo because it was no bullshit. Like it was like legit two guys talking. It was him saying, I want to wrestle my 25th anniversary against somebody who I really haven't ever wrestled. And I want it to be Seamus. And Seamus was the reason why I got back into the ring because Seamus has a YouTube show called Celtic warrior workouts. And I challenged him to come ride a mountain bike. Cause I thought it would be looked like a gorilla fucking a, a, ball, a, a ball. Um, and That's it was, know. You know, and he says, but then, of course, your reference today, Chris, uh, he goes, and I thought he would fall off a bike. and It would be hilarious. But I fell mm-hmm. off the bike and they showed the clip of it. And um, I popped uh-huh. in, why can't I do wrestling? And so um, and then Seamus puts him over by saying, hey, I, in 2004, I kind of decided if I was going to wrestle or whatever. And I was bouncing in the bar. All these guys came in. Nobody gave time, but you did. And you gave me a conversation. That conversation if it wasn't that for that conversation, I wouldn't be here today. So, you know, they jerk each other off the saying, saying, yeah, I'm going to rescue you, fella, but did you make a mistake? And then, you know, they spotted each oh, other. Someone, someone's got to highlight Todd Bentley's comment. Which Please. one? Come on, John. The, the one, uh, the American Nightmare one. Uh, okay. Tony, it's <laughs> Chris's American Nightmare. <laughs> you know. Uh, and apparently, <laughs> speaking of boobs, Aaron Ben Shlomo says, uh, speaking on boobs, WWE <laughs> has amazing boobs. Just saying. The breast. Look. They're the breast. They're the breast. AI <laughs> um, tits, nothing beats them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, look. Who would know uh, better than you? Based off of everything up <laughs> and to you this know point, uh, this was the one of the more entertaining moments of the night for me. But there was not much going on up until this point in the night that made it very entertaining. So is this one of those things where I'm looking at it because it's the best thing of the night so far because nothing much has gone on, or was this actually really good? I'm a little confused uh, by this. Uh, Chris, what do you think? Am I am I confused, or was it better than I am kind of underestimating everything else? No. So there's a couple of answers here. So first of all, this was one of the best things on the night, mostly because there wasn't anything really good on the night. And secondly, I don't think this was good. I think Edge is good. I, I think that Edge can sort of get you into fucking near anything, to be honest with you. I think that Edge really is that good on a microphone. And he's 
he's always been pretty comfortable on the mic, but now he can really just kind of flow with things. Like, you know, they booed Toronto, right? And he was like, you can't boo Toronto while I'm here. And then they booed louder because fuck Toronto and the rest of Canada hates Toronto. Um, and uh, But he just kind of chuckled at it, right? Like he didn't right. let it rattle him at all because he's edge at this point. He's bulletproof, right? Mm-hmm. And so... I don't think that this was good material. I really don't. I thought that this was pretty bad. I thought that if you could, you, you could have put just about anybody else in the ring saying all this, and we all would have been cringing right now. Edge is good enough to get this over, and there wasn't much else that was good on this show. Hmm. Okay. So a little bit of both. All right, Jimmy, what did you think about this segment? Actually, what Chris said is pretty spot on. I thought it was a little cringe, to be honest, and... Uh... Like, especially, like, where they're trying to play serious. Look, Edge, I thought, played his role much better than Sheamus did. There was something off about Sheamus, in my opinion. It's either part of the story, though, where... Because don't you guys get the feeling it's going to turn into a blood feud? I mean, it just feels like we're going that way, but just looking at Sheamus's sort of uh, body language, if that makes any sense. I think it was more I because I, I I saw that too, Jimmy. But I think it was more the fact that Sheamus honestly didn't know how to because this was more of a real moment. So, so you think was, he, that he didn't know he was going to bring that up? No, no, no. I think it was more of like it was a real moment, so he didn't know right. he could he couldn't be a heel in the traditional sense. Right, right. So Absolutely. he didn't know how to like react to this, you know, because it was just a real segment, and you could see the moment like when they showed the picture of him on. Uh, Edge's daughter's bike, like right, that was right. a real reaction. Like that wasn't fake. That so? wasn't, and and I think it was it was that the guard's down for a moment, so he's almost vulnerable. But right, but moment. it made the fans even feel kind of weird, especially when they were giving shit to each other. Like when Sheamus was saying, "Oh, look at look at your chin," and then the leader part. Like, was that necessary? Like, why did they take well, those sort of jabs? Because because they're because jo- they're they're friends and they're joshing, but it's it's not in a heel face moment this is just two guys busting each other's balls as friends and well then that if that's the, the case but and they're but weird. and they're it was weird and, and they want to build some <laughs> tension before the right. match. they, 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 they don't yeah they don't want you to think that it's going to be two guys hugging in the ring they want right. you to think that these are two guys who are going to try to beat each other in a competition mm-hmm. which hey i've been saying for the last three and a half years that's what professional wrestling is meant to do for fuck's sakes it's supposed to be two guys competing to no pin the other one's shoulders to the match, to the mat. And I mean, listen, these are two guys who have done everything in professional wrestling. They're both former uh, Royal Rumble winners. They're both mm-hmm. multiple-time world champions, right? These guys have literally done everything you can do in professional wrestling for the most part. Sands the Intercontinental Belt for uh, Sheamus for whatever reason. Um, but they, you know, if I'm Sheamus and somebody who's as established as Edge says, hey, I want to have a wrestling match with you. And even if we're friends, if I can get a tiny little, just a little bit of, of an emotional or mental edge over him by saying, hey, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm happy to have this match with you and it's going to be good, but I'm not going to take it easy. And you might be second guessing that that decision you made to come back. You know, mm-hmm. you know, I might I might joke with my friend, but if we're competing like I'm There's gonna no try joke. to get my right. to, to try right. to get my leg up on him, especially if yeah. it's a game like this. Like yeah. I boxed, guys. I boxed against people I liked. 
but you're heading oh, into yeah, the Oh, yeah, but that's different. Match. You've got to respect the Warriors' respect for that type of person. You know what but I mean? you're right. supposed to for wrestling, too. That's right, my right, point, right, like, right. Wrestling is supposed to be a competition between two supposed guys trying to, be. to beat each other. Right. So, yeah, like it, it made sense. I liked, I, I liked that, but it was basically But you're not just, sure. <laughs> I, didn't, I, I really didn't like what they had to work with. But Edge yeah. and Sheamus are both really fucking good. Well, the fans kind of reacted weird too, which kind of made the segment a little kind of weird at one point. But it's like the fans weren't really reacting to anything. Well, I mean, how do you react when you're watching two friends like Josh each other? Like, you're just kind of like, huh? Eh, yeah. Well, then okay. I, I like, ask you this Was it necessary to be doing this type of thing on television? What else were they going to fill it with? They're not going to put on wrestling. What? The, no, no, I no, mean, no, 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 no. I know that. that aspect. Of course <laughs> That's not. That's true. Funny <laughs> enough. Like and it no, saved but... us from like 20 minutes of recaps. So, uh, I mean, there is that. You know? That's true. But but did they need to get that personal? That's all I'm saying. They could have just used the part where he fell off his bike and whatnot, right? I'm talking about Edge. And how Seamus motivated him to come back. Do I, That's do it. I, I didn't have to go any deeper. Yeah, of course. Go. Go for it, Jeff. Go for it, Jeff. Okay. So remember a few months ago when Guardians of the Galaxy 3 came out and everyone pretended that it was a great movie? <laughs> right. It's, it, but, but you saw it and it wasn't a great movie, but you I sort of enjoyed it anyway because you like the characters and you like yeah. the chemistry they have. So it was nice seeing your friends together, even though the movie made no sense. There was barely any plot. Uh, and it, it was ill-constructed, and if you the actually, Christmas special was literally better. The oh, Christmas yeah. special was much better, um, and even worse when they told you this is their last ride, so you expected that there'd be some deaths involved. There weren't even that. Uh, anyway, this was the WWE version of Guardians of the Galaxy Three. This felt very AEW when they're trying to pull, mm, when they're trying to exactly do something from the real world and make it into a match. It also felt very much when Brian Danielson had a list of people he wanted to wrestle. So the, the list of people he wanted to wrestle became the five people he had to fight before he got to MJF. Um, you know, so each, so it didn't make sense that he's, why is he fighting face bandito? And why is he fighting uh, face Takeshita? Oh, cause they were on his list, but they decided that this is who MJF would, would decide to put in front of him. Okay. Mm -hmm. This makes sense in no way, shape, form. They even flew him Timothy Thatcher for that goddamn thing. Uh, yeah. This felt just like that. The story was nice, but it isn't that nice. It wasn't that charming. And at the end, you know, Seamus remembered it's a wrestling angle. It's like, just remember, you might have just made the biggest mistake of your life. This, this this would have been better if it was a video segment and they broke it up into splicing back and forth like a video segment and done it. And it was like a four and a half or five minute segment rather than in the ring for 20 minutes. I didn't like it. It felt very it felt very contrived that Ed said, I want to do a match. And they and they said, well, OK, you want to do it in your hometown. OK, let's let's respect it. OK, so we have to make up a story. For bad, this. really, when you think about it. And right. this is what they came up with. Because wrestlers are not generally all that creative, uh, and people are not generally all that creative. This is what they came up with. So instead of making it short and sweet and giving us, Seamus was my inspiration and come there, but I want to see who's who, which one of us really made the right choice, or right. I want you know or whatever it is. Um, whether this becomes a blood feud or not, I don't know. I don't. I don't care. I mean, I. I but I, you're I, right, Jeff. I'd have to think harder on the face heel dynamic on SmackDown if that even matters anymore with with the brand split. Um, what brands, please? Exactly. Um, 
But no, I, I didn't like this. And this was just a chance to get the Brawling Brutes on fight night so that they can come out there. And you see uh, Butch and Mini, Mini uh, Brock, they're talking to each other, making faces as if they're invested in this whole and, thing. Well, and that's the whole bit. The other half, as you're looking behind them, they're not like smiling. They just look confused. They have these angry right. faces the entire time wearing their rugby jerseys going, Fuck you know, man. Like, okay, like was... giving almost confused looks. And the not... whole time, all I'm wondering is, why did they separate Seamus from both Gunter and Drew? Yeah. Yeah. You know, but I mean, I think, you know, I, I get that. And the reason why they did it is because, hey, it's Canada. It's a cheap pop. We'll pull an edge out there. And we didn't have to, we don't even have to wrestle. And they're going to cheer. Yay. Do you think it could possibly be his last match? He's He has said in the you know throughout the past year that he wants to retire in Toronto on a random Friday no with a match with Seamus no I mean he's gonna at least make a pitch for Christian to rejoin him before he he they have to they have to go full circle with him too I I agree yeah you know I mean it's one of those things again where we we see him rejoin Christian I mean it it doesn't it can be either way I'd hate to see Edge in AEW Everyone would, but they're but they're gonna they're gonna want to take their last tour together. Right. And he's too tall; he, they'll be it's, losers. It's Adam Cliff Copeland. <laughs> <laughs> Adam Cliff. Co- <laughs> oh my the God. Cliff, the Cliff's Edge. That's his yeah. finisher. Yeah, but oh, you know, no. this uh, this is a way to get a pop on Canadian TV. You got Edge out oh, there, Cliff. and you know, oh yeah, hey, by the way, Edge, you're 25 years, even though you were gone for nine. Your 25 years in wrestling with us is uh, on mon- on next Friday or whatever they set the match on Monday. I don't know. Um, I mean, it's a match I never knew I wanted to see. Right. I still don't. Right. Yeah. That's my point. Like, you know. Yeah. Like, okay, cool. You and Sheamus have never wrestled. Uh, okay. Cool. Great. It's a match I, I never knew I didn't want to see. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, cool. All right. Great. Uh, I'm sure it'll be like a, a C-level match. It'll be good. It won't be great. It won't be anything outstanding. I bet it'll be a lot better than we think, though. I, I mean, there's some, like, it's going to be, it's going to be a solid match. It's not going to be anything barn-breaking or, you know, like, you know, it's going to be gonna a banger. It's not going to be anything outrageous. <laughs> it'll either it's be a very solid 20-25 minute match. Or yeah. it's going to be a schmoz. That means it's going yeah. to be one. It's going to be one extreme or the other. That's it. Yeah, yeah. So after this, um, we see a clip of uh, the Slim Jim Battle Royal with LA Knight getting the win. Yeah. Um, and then we saw the clip of uh, Raw with LA Knight and the Miz. That was um, bloody great, man. That was a great. That was the best thing on Raw. Yeah, I, I didn't see it, so it looked. Oh, fine. it was good, man. You should check it out. Talk about real. They they started work shooting on that promo too, man. So uh, then, LA Knight's music hits, and of course, uh, we go to commercial break because why not? Let's let, let's have the music hit, have a pop, and go to commercial because you know that's the great way to do that. Why not? So then we come back in uh, LA Knight versus Top Dollar and Hit Row, and it starts off with looks like oh my gosh, Hit Row is just all over the place in there. LA Knight's going to go down, but no, this no. spread row. Yeah, um, <laughs> they they get all taken out, and LA Knight defeats uh top dollar with the blunt force trauma and then is he that, gets to the microphone huh what's that can adonis fuck off with that school bag the backpack no why the stop there why can't he just fuck oh, off like, oh. yeah just oh, fuck yeah. off yeah, why the big. fuck he's what is he is he a child big uh, yeah he's pretty big for a child so what the fuck what is this shit yeah 
Someone I'm, please explain. I, I, I'm, he, I'm, he's I'm, so big that he'd probably be a jobber in AEW. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I mean, perhaps uh, that's stylish in some corners of the world. I where? Have where the f- is? Where's that stylish, man? I don't know. I'm stylish in no corners of the world. So, <laughs> I mean. No, but for real, if that's stylish somewhere, you're a disgrace. Whatever town and city that is. I mean, it's just. Yeah. The fact they let him come out like that, they're going to fire these guys, surely. They're just making them look like clowns. Yeah. yeah. I mean, sometimes you need clowns, though. You need people who are going to take Dress them up as dink, doink, and dank. How yeah. long did the Brooklyn Brawler have a fucking career for? You don't have to win. He's a legend, Chris. Career. What about the Red Rooster, bro? Legend. Legend. Ledge. Taylor had a career. I Absolutely. Mean, I mean, he yes, wasn't he always did. a loser. The, the the Brooklyn Brawler was pretty much always a loser. Still and had a career. His yeah, career absolutely. was to come out and take a fucking pin. Listen, 20, I, I have, I have no class. issue if they create a jobber class in Top Dollar and Ashanti the Adonis are in the jobber class. I would like better for B Fab, I don't think, as a wrestler, but I've said this every week, so no need to hear it again. They should and, change your name to B Fad. And if and if that's if that's gonna be carrying cross, that's okay too. But he shouldn't have disciples. <laughs> well, I, mean, I just think we need the disciples of apocalypse to make the return. I'm telling you. Then again, yeah, the motorbikes were basically jobbers, and they were a faction because because they're where's the be, Harris brothers? I want the Harris brothers in 2023. They're gonna be D O A. They're canceled, wow. Jimmy. Yeah, yeah. D O A. I see what you did there, John. I see what you did there. Yeah. 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 Um, So after this, we have LA Knight get on the microphone after the match, and he says, doesn't matter if you're on Raw and you call yourself awesome or Uncle Phil, but at the end of the day, you'll know what name it is with everyone saying LA LA Knight. Knight. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think the cross is actually be called Jokers and Deuces? Yeah, for sure. Why not? That's got a good TikTok. Instead of aces, yeah, it would be like that. Mm, I mean, come look. on, and he could come out with like one of those beanies with the you know the clown beanies. Oh, by the way, Team 3D is apparently going to reunite in Impact. There oh no, 3D! Yes, uh, that is uh, brilliant. I'm jumping but, over to Impact Wrestling. That's what I want to see in 2023. Wrestling has literally become the rock and roll <laughs> scene where the only bands that can sell there's only one real rock and roller, like the Jeff. And the Fleetwood Max and the Who's of the world. <laughs> they were selling in 1975, and they're the only. Doesn't ones matter, man. Otherwise, you need to put 11 bands on the stage to, to get. Uh, where's my pizza? I want to see more males dressed in skirts while they wrestle. Uh, no, that, Jeff, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you this. I I'm want that this right now because I saw this the other day on TikTok or they or I forget Instagram or whatever. TikTok Wrestling Federation is no, the, no, no, the stop, shit. stop, shut, shut <laughs> it. I'm trying to talk. It's All a right. teacher who stopped every student in her school in the hallway and asked them the like what name one song from the band that they were wearing. Uh, and like they had like it was different color kids and they were like Metallica and, and like nobody knew ACDC. Right. Like they didn't even know the band. They were the just one wearing... girl knew a Tupac song, which I was yes. very thankful for. Let me yes. guess Dia Mama. I'd have no idea who you know. yeah like but they they were wearing the shirts because they thought they looked cool not because they knew the band at all like they probably got it at like Walmart or Target for like five bucks and right and that's what they're they selling these days it's true the kids are not wearing the shirts because they know the band they're wearing it because it looks cool you know you know what I saw guys no shit this is true I don't know if you guys have got them but they've got them here 
Now, I'm sure you guys love Doritos, right? Oh, sure, yeah. we love Doritos, Jamie. Right, well, have you seen Dorito underwear? I'm not kidding. No, I have not seen Dorito underwear. I'm talking Jamie. about spicy cheese. I'm not kidding, man. Why would you, you wear joking? underwear that said spicy cheese? What the fuck? It's very convenient if you need a snack. Uh, <laughs> look, this is how we know Australia is a, is, is not I real. I kid you guys AI not. Construct. No, 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 like, for real. I had to look twice, yeah? I had to look twice. I'm like, wait a minute. Why is it Doritos in the friggin' underwear section of Kmart? No, Jimmy, right? it's still not okay for you to eat your friend's then, underwear. I'm going to take a picture. You, you guys don't believe me. I'm going to take All a picture. Wear. I kid you not. I wonder if they smell like spicy um, oh, cheese. Don't pretend <laughs> that you wonder. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I'm curious. Lying. I'm not going to lie. I'm curious. Stop lying. Anyway, well, I said I'm curious. Someone, there you go. Anyway, moving <laughs> yeah, on. Uh, we have Escobar, on, Escobar and Rey Mysterio backstage. And, <laughs> and he says, uh, well, the doctor says you're okay, but here we go. And, of course, um, that happens. And then we have a commercial break, and we see the – promo of the street profits and bobby lashley sitting and having drinks and it's a celebration of a new partnership and new opportunities there's a lot of talent between them but last week how did that feel doctor says it felt great especially in suits ford says it's nice that their job is not finished and Lashley says gold is out there for them to take and then ford tells them the sky's the limit lashley says smackdown is ready for a new team to run the place and then i think that's when um Dawkins said something about the, or, or maybe uh, it wasn't Dawkins. It was uh, um, Ford says Ford. something about the suit profits or something along those lines. That was dumb, um, very dumb. It was yeah. a great thing, great vignette until that point. Yeah, like, well, I, Ford, I, I, Ford ruins most things by speaking. Um, <laughs> listen, as as the resident Lashley Mark, You're right? These these three have no chemistry together. No, they, they, they wow. should not be speaking. They should just be doing physical things. But I will say this because I've been saying it for weeks: as one faction falls, another must rise. And yeah. which one is that? The right. new blood, definitely not the haberdashers. The who, who, I've heard that. Who's coming out with that name? The new blood. They're going to be called that. Well, Why is there I a mean, of Lashley that? said it when he said when he said, "Cheers, cheers to new blood." Right, but I don't think that that means no. The prophets definitely sounds like something more that that the WWE would do. But I mean, new blood sounds better, or, or you know, or you know. But you can't. I mean, new blood I think is more dig at bloodline, which is why I would use new blood uh, because of that. But well, it's also a dig at new. It's it's also a dig right. at two thousand WWE uh, WCW when they had the new blood faction versus right. you know, the millionaires. Right. But WWE of as, you know, owns all WCW intellectual property, so they could use right. Them. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know what they're, they're gonna call them, but they need more in this group. That's for sure. And it's funny that you said there's no faction. Uh, they've got no chemistry, Jeff. I think it's Dawkins that has no freaking chemistry. That's stuffing up the other two. Well, whatever it is, I don't think any of them are particularly great talkers. And you know mm. what could fix all this easily? MVP. He can make it, he, he, he's the glue that can make it all work together. And by the way, it doesn't need to be a black guy. So, well, <laughs> not that he's great, but Austin Theory, who's just losing everything, why wouldn't he want to join up with the black heart of nation of the nation? No, no, no. I'm, I'm just uh, I'm enough. Done with enough. <laughs> not, not everything needs to be great. I mean, the bloodline is your Samoan group. Other groups can they can be, you know. Multiracial. It, it, it's it's ain't that oh, big so a deal. Oh, so like the United Empire. I, I have no idea what that was. <laughs> yes, that soccer you do. team. 
<laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> what was the yeah. WB version though called? Actually, remember the the with Rusev? No, no, no. With Rusev, Sheamus, the League of Nations. Uh, well, oh yeah, that's it. League of Nations. So something like that. Say along those lines. Sure, except they're all from the same nation. Right. <laughs> well, it's true. Except for almost, if MVP brought him with him, which I'm all for. Call them the same nation, though. <laughs> I say, I say, they called them the Blood of Apocalypse, and you have them them be the new heaters for for carrying cross. There oh you go. God. There you go. Uh, so. TikTok. To anyway, that. anyway. So, how about it turns out that they all tell Carrying Cross that they're his, they're his disciples, but he actually works for them, and he's actually <laughs> the one who gets beat up for them so that they can win. He loses right. match and they come and they beat. And people he gets up. and he gets his demolition like, that gear was back. Great guys, they're like, yeah, that was great, boss. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, he gets his bondage, his bondage shit back, and he goes out there. And then you just, everybody. and then you just have these like these little vignettes where where Lashley's like looking over at Scarlet, and Scarlet's like looking back over at Lashley. <laughs> like a cuck though. Like yeah. a yeah. yeah. No, wait, no, wait, seen that before. Time it while Cross is like mumbling ultimate words, and he goes <laughs> and they and like Scarlet and Lashley both wink at each other at the same time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, and then then LA Knight comes in like she's the biggest whore bag. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah this is, this is, no, no, LA Knight comes in. What is wrong? <laughs> This is like Lashley and Lana all over again. The greatest oh, story. It is. It is. Actually, it is. This is the greatest story uh, ever fuck. told. No, but the but after that we have Santos Escobar walking to the ring and Theory attacks him from behind. And Leave he my cards alone, you little bastard. <laughs> so uh, look, when you have a zoo over there, you can't complain about all the animals. Like, like I, there's been rats and cats and dogs and. <laughs> Next, next thing we know, so in the mirror, in the window, is a giraffe is going to stick its, it's fucking head. It's my girlfriend's place. It's my girlfriend's place. She's always got animals. <laughs> Why is there a new gonna... animal, dude? Every time, Stop it. <laughs> another one. There's going to be another. There's going to be a giraffe through the fucking window, <laughs> wanting to get a leap from it or take his headphones because of those. Uh, oh, but no, shit. so he gets beat up, and then theory. Like, oh no, I can't wrestle because Escobar can't compete. Oh no, y'all no. do that. And then well, Bob Pierce goes, "Oh wait." No, Rey Mysterio is going to wrestle you for the title. Even was this Hogan last... and Bret and Yokozuna all over again? God, it feels like like what the hell, man? I mean, like, it's, it's very not... reminiscent. If you very showed both of these things, if you showed both of those things on a split screen, you'd be like, "Oh, yeah." <laughs> yeah. Except right? it wasn't WrestleMania, so right. So unfortunately, it wasn't as bad as that. <laughs> like, and I not mean... as much of a payday. What I mean, what the hell was this? I mean, Ray couldn't make it because he got whiplash. So that's so Santos Escobar wins, right? And supposedly legitimate injury or whatever. He so smells then, like Vince. I hate to say it. And then we have the rumble that both Santos Escobar and Austin Theory were in. For what reason, I don't know, other than to be space fillers. And then we have now, it's this week. Oh, now we're going to wrestle for the title. And then now, all of a sudden, Santos Escobar is hurt. Like, yeah, then- I'm starting to be convinced that Rey Mysterio injury was not legit, and this is all Vince McMahon and his weird story arc. Well, in fairness, I- he's taking a lot of painkillers. <laughs> well, but, but I mean, no, this, no comment. I'm not going to get into that. Makes no sense whatsoever in that aspect. Like it, re- like just let wait, let have Ray win. You know, and then let's get get out. This made it more convoluted than it needed to be. Oh my god! 
That's wrestling. Not is sometimes, wrong. It, it just needs to be simple. You have a good guy. You have a bad guy. They face off over each other, and boom, there you go. That's it. You, you, we don't need to add all this stupid <laughs> shit. And then, oh no, there's an injury, but oh, the last second, here comes Ray to save the day. <laughs> Woo! And then he ends up oh, winning. Um, and he, uh, here's the thing. Here's the sad truth in 2023. Ray is. Talk to you, Todd. He, he is a, a step above irrelevant unless he's involved with Dominic. I want to see Max Dupree come back. Well, Wouldn't that would... be great? I mean, come on. Imagine the... No. the f- <laughs> it'll no. be riots. Let me no. talk to you. No. Max Dupree. <laughs> no. Yeah. Allow me to talk to you. <laughs> I have some things to say to you. We must About the way that you're dressing. All of you... <laughs> And you got Yas, like Jess. You can have Max Dupree come back if Ezekiel comes back with him. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Can we have them as a tag team? Is that possible? Yes. Oh, uh, now, be- now. That's money, pal. Money. But here, here's my thing, is that this was, this was, I don't know, this was dumber than dumb. And then we have Ray Wind, I, the championship from Austin Theory. Um, again, Unnecessary. On a on a Friday after SummerSlam, for some reason. Well, um, could he be punished for some reason? Maybe he failed a, a wellness program that we don't know of. I mean, when you think about it, Theory's booking in the last month and a half. What the fuck? Who the fuck doing? knows, bro? Yeah. Who the fuck knows? He I mean, have sh- you looked at Rey Mysterio? That dude hasn't passed a wellness exam in probably, in probably like ten. <laughs> That's legit. Like, yeah. you know, what are you talking about a wellness? But I mean, why would they? Yeah. Exactly, but why would they do this? Just like out of nowhere, like that. It just everything was a mess. Like it just it was crap. It was it was clusterfuck booking on the, on the highest level. This was Tony Khan booking. This it was. was. You're right. It was so AEW. This fucking show. It's weird, man. Weird to say yeah. that. You this booking. Have, you shouldn't. You should almost never have the 47 year old beat the 25 year old new star. Right. If you're trying I to agree. make a new star clean unless it's a face thing and unless unless ray was the heel in his entire faction help that that's that's how you protect it has to be setting up to carlito and and uh, escobar going against ray and getting that u.s championship you, think you about it Car- what did carlito win there is no carlito yeah sorry carlito all right there's no carlito it's done it was a false rumor yeah who said that who confirms that I do. I can. I can. The fact that he here. hasn't been on TV. That doesn't yeah. mean anything, though. I mean, they could just be waiting. Look, Eric Young. Did we see him on TV? The second run, not once. I don't think he was ever signed. I, yeah, we agree that we. He, he was probably never mm. signed. He was probably down at the performance center helping out, but he was never signed as a actual WWE wrestler. Right. They never announced his release, which means he was never on a contract. They I, don't they know, I don't know I don't what to think. Him. I don't know what to think. I don't remember them ever saying that he was signed to WWE. He left. Yeah, there was. There was. There was. No, there was. There, no. He said WWE never said it. Lots of yeah. not WWE. No, not the actual WWE. That's right. what John is talking about. Yeah, right, right. But the sheets were reporting that. Though. I understand. But when WWE releases a wrestler, they always issue a statement, always without fail. And when they sign a wrestler, they they usually make some kind of statement. after they debut, they confirm right. Yeah, I mean, but still, it's that that's the whole point is none of that was done with with Eric Young. I we, mean, we, we have had a quarterly report since then, and Carlito was not listed as a as someone who was on payroll. So right. why would he lie, though, at, at his last indie he event? He didn't lie. In fact, he, 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 he was of, In fact, the week after 
he, he made laid people up. He made a statement publicly. He said, if Tony Khan wants me in AEW, it's got to be a six-figure contract. Nobody right. signed by AEW say that. would ever say that. say that publicly. Right. Right. He, 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 was, yeah, hitting one, he, was, he was trying to make money. Right. That's the whole bit. You know, he's... He, he was trying to work he, it into a shoot. Yeah. Hey, well, the WWE <laughs> is really, really interested in me right now. I'm just, just putting it out there. The WWE have approached me about about signing on so tony i mean listen if you you better get on it you better you better offer me something tony <laughs> yeah we may have entered into a deal i don't know that's pretty disappointing man and i would love to see carlito back in wwe but that's is it really me. i mean is it really disappointing that they didn't that they didn't sign a 46 year old I know, I know what you're saying, but let's be real. Most of the top guys right now are all either pushing 40 or are 40 plus. Yeah, but that's because they've been top guys for the last 15 years. Carlito is a, a nostalgic memory that's good for a pop once a year. Especially I'm, in a country like Puerto Carlito. Rico where he's from. Of right. course, but you're telling me he wouldn't get a pop in the States or anywhere else for that once. For Yeah, for a couple of weeks. I don't know. We'll see. There's nothing for him to do. Yeah, we'll, well see he when he does show up. Lately? Has he been doing indies again, though? Yes, he does indies. But, I mean, WWE needs to focus on getting some 27 and 28-year-olds. That, that's true, they do, they do. Not some 47 and 48-year-olds. No, you're right. right. That's and, and not 37 true. and 38-year-olds. They got, they got no, plenty of good, as 40 you know, to me. Like, 35 to 40-year-olds. They're, they're all set on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, you're right. They really do need to get some young talent coming up because I've never seen an older roster in professional wrestling it, all across the board, for that matter ever in the history of wrestling until well, nowadays right now, but, but well no i mean over the years though when you think about it this has got to be the oldest yeah. roster in the history of wrestling and you can't years. and you can't fill that on ww main roster in, in america with a bunch right. of british guys who are under 510 yeah they got an obsession with that uh, what's up with that why that seems well, to just, be like the majority of, of nxt like mm-hmm. yeah. right yeah. right that, that, At least the Aussie people they've been getting are pretty fucking, you know, big, generally. Name one. Well, Bronson Reed's a big guy. I mean, you can say what you want about Aussie Open, but they're two big guys, height-wise. One of them's wide. As well. Rhea Ripley's a big chick, yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. Rhea Ripley for sure. Buddy Matthews. All right. Uh, even even Grayson Waller is pretty tall. He's, he's tall. But he ain't big. He ain't big. No, he's not big, but he's tall. He can build, But he can build on that size, though, eventually. But he won't. He probably yeah. won't. You're right. No, he's not. So it was we have, Wall, actually. Jeez. So we have this match where Austin Theory goes against Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio goes over. Um, and look, I, I I don't know. Like at this point, did Ray need the belt? Does Ray no. need the belt? No, no, it done nothing for him. It does. And that pop for that him. you heard was a pop of shock. Even I was shocked. Yeah, because I mean, it, the way it came across, it was like one, two. Yeah, and I, was I like, thought what? it kicked out at three. Yeah. It was going to be one of those like real quick moments. But you know, when you watch back and replay, they go one, two, three. But it was so quick that, man, I was just surprised. And, you know, well, what would it have hurt to keep it on theory? Listen, Why do we only need, to need Ray to have the belt if you have a heel that's ready to take a mid card championship? And I and I don't see that's one. That's why on I there. mentioned Carlito. That's right. the whole reason why I brought that up. 
well, he wouldn't come in as a heel, he'd come in as a face. But anyway, yeah. uh, I mean, so it either means that Santos and that group is going to turn right. on them. It doesn't look like yes. it they're busy hugging and, you know, putting their heads together and crying together and all that for now. Or are they seeing, you know, you have Santos injured, so you have Ray only with the two minis on his side. Does that mean they see Bobby Lashley as the U.S. champion with the Street Profits? Oh, like, no. Bobby Lashley is a waste of time. Right. He should be a top guard. So I don't right. know. So my answer is I don't know the purpose of it because the other guy would have been carrying across had he won his match <laughs> against AJ instead. Of, right. So, so I, I, I don't know what the purpose is. But you know what? If it was Carlito came back and turned on him as a heel and won that belt, that'd be fine if he was a heel. That, that, that'd be okay as a transition. But then you need a face. Well, you got one. You have LA Knight. At least that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, could it be LA Knight, actually, as a matter of fact? Could be. He's but, right in between it, but you, you can't beat Rey Mysterio. He's already beaten him yeah. twice. You can't have him beat True. Rey Mysterio. I mean, if you're trying That's to make him into a tweener, but, but, uh, but a hidden face because the crowd likes him, you can't have him beat Rey Mysterio. Yeah. Mm. Well, well, he means... That is the thing. What's going on with LA Knight? Is he a raw guy? Is he a free agent? Is he SmackDown? Like, he's, he's everywhere. He's a SmackDown. He's a SmackDown guy who was in the neighborhood. He was in the neighborhood, and they wa they wanted to okay. test him in a shoot promo live with The Miz. That's mm -hmm. what they wanted. Really? That's what the word was? There's no word. I can see it and know what it is. We've seen it before. Oh, yeah. It was a work shoot. That was definitely a total work shoot. I mean, they, they said a lot of truths in that promo but and it was you know, great i love the passion i from think both the guys. came out on top of la night absolutely he show. did he fucking did jeff as a matter of fact the crowd from booing the Miz out of the building to he earned the respect of the crowd they started cheering him and yeah, even this, la this night was a bit John like, what Cena the fuck? destroying austin theory it was it was it was, it was 55 45 60 40 it wasn't 98 to 2. no yeah. But put it this way, he put his respect on his name, the Miz. I kid you not. That's how good that promo was. I was that impressed. He's well, done he's that a couple of times, has the Miz. He's, yeah. uh, but he literally know. turned everybody that's an LA Knight person to Miz chance, dude. I mean, Can you continue to speak like Yoda? <laughs> what? Can you continue to speak like Yoda when you do? He's done that a couple of times, has the Miz. <laughs> continue to speak like that, I can, Jeff. Oh, can you talk like this, Chris? <laughs> no, no, you must talk like this, yes. No, John. <laughs> no, uh, I can't so, do TK. So the point is, is that, I mean, this leaves us in booking hell. I feel, I really feel it like does. it really does. It really does. I have no it, idea what does, direction. They do advance the story. And so to advance where we're at, it leads us to the end of the show, which is the bloodline segment. Yeah. Look, this wasn't great. The only thing I liked was the end of the show where Jimmy turns to the camera and says, I'm out of the bloodline, oh, yeah. I'm out of whatever else, and I'm out of WWE. Juices. You know? No, 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 no. You know what else was great, too? When when uh, Jimmy was running down, like, all hands, like, smiling. Yeah, brother. My oos, I'm going to hug you. And then, boom, straight in the face. That was yeah, a great from moment. From that point Loved forward, it. it was great. You know, kicking him in the face. I'm out of the bloodline. I'm out of family. I'm out of WWE. Deuces. And then they just <laughs> yeah. out of the crowd, uh, as you know, you know, one would if they're quitting their job. You know, if they're, they're just like, you see, this is dumb. So they're gonna this. cool him off. That is this the fuck plan? You, so gonna... Fuck you, fuck you, you're cool, and fuck you, I'm out. Yeah, um, you but know, where's this? The, what's the end game here, man? Like, what, what are we getting at over here? Well, you're supposed to tune in next week to find, to find out, out a little bit more, and then find tune in the next but week to quit. find out a little bit more. 
But here's the thing. The re- and, and how many wrestlers have quit? And really, no, quit? I know. I'm talking kayfabe, Jeff. Come on. I man. understand. That's why you tune in to find out. I know, but the thing is, so you're going to change your mind come next week? Oh, now I'm back. It's all good. Like, no, he did this before. He used, he jumped. He used to. He wore the hoodie and jumped out of the, the stands. He, I mean, mm-hmm. this is the second time Jey Uso is do. Do I think this was good? No. Do I think it's better than? Jimmy said, I did it because you didn't call me when I was hurt and all you thought about was being main event. That James was a dumb and reason, bro. Yeah, That was a terrible reason. He, he used a slightly better one that I did because I love you because I was afraid that we were going to stop being the – you were going to be a tribal chief and we would lose our tag team. Okay. That's and you were going to be the – I don't want you because you were going to turn into a terrible person. Yeah, no, like, I, yeah. I, I, I could dig it. Yeah. I could dig it. Yeah, I didn't want you to become that asshole Roman Reigns. And then, you know, the <laughs> asshole. And then the, the so Canadian way they said it. Asshole. Asshole. <laughs> My preferred story, asshole. which I've enumerated on other shows, would have been this. Would have been that while Jimmy was convalescing, the elders came to him and they said, we gave you guys a test. And Jay failed the test. And so far, it looks like you're failing the test. The tri- We never suggested tribal combat. Jimmy was supposed to say no or Jay was supposed to say no, the tribal chief is not to be questioned. We anoint him tribal chief. He's the choice. His will is law, and and you screwed up. And that's why you have to, that's why he betrayed Jay. And he should have rejoined the bloodline. That'd be more interesting. This to me is a bit of a clusterfuck, but it's better, at least it's a story and it's continuing. Do I think it's great? No. Do I think it's terrible? It could have been much worse. It could have been better. Um, And I saw a rumor that Rikishi is rejoining the the WWE, which fine, cool. yeah. I mean, it's about time they started using the elders more in this storyline, and and well, you know maybe waiting. right, right, and and maybe the other. I, I mean, I'm told with with this is not exaggerated. Like five years ago, I was told that the that in the San Francisco area that there are literally 28 Samoan wrestlers working for the Indies all related to this family. And and why couldn't they just bring these guys in as extras? I mean, they have security all that. So, and to do something and maybe they will, but they're not showing me that they're that clever. Right. So I'm still holding on for Thanksgiving because that's the time for family. And that's the time for (laughs) my, my cinematic experience. But listen, was this great? No. Did it deserve an entire half hour segment? No, it did not. Is it better than nothing? Yeah. Is it better than Brock gave no reason whatsoever? Yes. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I just uh, I'm I'm worried now. I'm not gonna. I must admit, I think the wheels are slowly starting to fall off on the bloodline story if they're not careful. That's the problem. I mean, Chris, what do you think, man? Um, I think you guys are are a bunch of assholes, eh? Um... <laughs> True. <laughs> that was uh, that was very Canadian, actually. <laughs> assholes. <laughs> assholes. Don't be such assholes, eh? Um, you know what I. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, maybe it's just me. I'm starting to lose a little bit of steam with this bloodline right, stuff. Right, me you know? too. It no, seems like it's real. starting to become a little circular. Where mm-hmm. like I'm losing faith that they actually have like a good plan for what comes next. Um, but they've earned the right to have a couple of missteps That's here true. and there. So I'm right. gonna keep paying attention and not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna judge it based off of one week and how right. I felt during this one week. So we'll see. Because we, I think, I think before honest, there have been times where we we've had a week where we're like, "What the fuck are they doing?" And then the next week, it's like, they hit okay, the park. Right. all right, yeah. you know, it's it's like you know they've been flying this plane for a while. They've had some, you know, they're the plane's going down. It looks like oh shit, and they pull it back out. It's I think right now 
we're looking at where are they landing? At what point are they landing? And when is it that they're going to land this plane? And how are they going to land it? I think that's the biggest issue uh, that we're kind of dealing with right now because it's been, you know, what, almost three years that we're dealing with this. Over three years, man. You know, and I mean, I'm not saying I don't love long-term storytelling. I like long-term storytelling. This has been You can't complain. This is what you wanted. This is what you've got. Yeah. You know, but at, at the same time, too, when you have long-term storytelling, guess what? You can have breaks in your long-term storytelling. Right, come exactly. back to it. And so the problem is, is like this has been continual for three years. And at what point are we leading the plane? And can we come back to it later down the road and, and do it as well? I think that's more of where we're at with this. And I, I'm at the point where I'm not at an exhaustion yet with the, the storyline, but I'm kind of like – but. I right. need to kind of know where, because like Chris said, it's like we're circling the airport. Right. Where are you we know, going ever, right now? Right. You've never been on a flight. This is not the first time that we've had the same exact conversation. They brought oh, us no, in, but so. This is more, more like, no, yeah. I, I don't think it's more. I think it's exactly the same. Maybe even, listen, this is a little better than, it's. it's been worse. It's not great, but yeah. they left, it's wrestling. They left you with the cliffhanger. That That's yeah. basically what they're supposed to do. Season three of Yellowstone. Lazy was much uh-huh. worse than season four. Well yeah. Shit. Yeah. I mean, hey, that happens sometimes, right? You, yeah. You, you'll you'll you you can sort of see that a show has been renewed for like an extra season that the producers weren't originally investing in. So mm-hmm. they've got, you know, three seasons worth of fucking epic to tell, but now they've got a fourth season that they weren't you know, they didn't think they were going to have. So they've taken the last season and they've put it towards season four now. And now we're in season three and they just don't have the same ideas. And it feels right. like they're kind of circling around each other, waiting for season four to start now. That's basically yeah. what it feels like with the bloodline right now. I, uh, and you're probably right, least. Chris. It, it, it's probably spot on. Bullet like. Club is fine part 11 yet. Mm-hmm. I'm cool with that too. I'd be cool with that, right? But the thing is, I think Chris is right. He hit the nail on the head. I think they weren't planning for like a season four, hypothetically, right? Yeah. And I think because of the popularity with the fan base and whatnot, they felt forced and inclined to actually keep going. And they've just sort of gotten lost on the way down that path. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I don't know, man, but they didn't have to do it the way they did it. Like quitting is dumb to me. It's just, it's been done a million times. Well, and I feel like from a storytelling perspective, like the the right thing to happen here, like from a from a storytelling Third perspective, right. is for Jay to win the title from Roman. That is the best is story. But Jay's not a star. Jay mm-hmm. is a really really good wrestler. Don't get me wrong. He's, I mean, he's in one of, if not the best, you know, tag team in the world right now. But he's not a singles star he just isn't that it's like demolition were a really great tag team neither one of those guys were going to be the racing though um so hawk and animal same thing great tag team i mean huge stars you can't say that they weren't stars in wrestling no main event tag team dude legit but they weren't main event singles guys they would use them as a threat for singles guys with no intention of ever winning the title so, right, right. For, so for some reason, Especially, it feels like they well, started this. They started this really brilliant with. Uh, they started with this really brilliant idea. Oh, we'll do the bloodline, and then you know, we'll. But they didn't really have an ending figured out yet, because if they had an ending, they would have the guy in the bloodline right now, who eventually is going to become the new face of of it or whatever, or who's eventually right. going to be the guy to finish it. And that's one of the reasons why I 
really got invested in the idea of Sami Zayn winning. I know a lot of people. I felt think, like oh, that was the oh, end. You're game Canadian. Right there. You're Canadian, and nah, you're because it's Canadian. No, no, no. I agree with you. I actually felt like it would work from a storytelling perspective because he was the outsider who came in, and that would make sense why the outsider eventually breaks up the group and right, everything, not right? Not the family, right? But also, I do, I, I did at least at the time feel like Sammy could go on a short run, not, not anything major, but like a, a Mick Kane Fo- run, Mick Foley run, a oh, Mick Foley yeah, run, where he's fair. the champion for three months and then he loses the belt again because he was never really, you know, we just gave it to him because we thought it would be cool to ha- see him with the belt or whatever. Mm-hmm. That would be fine, but it's like. I don't know. I just I don't He's see it from any of these other guys. I don't see it from Solo either. I don't see the star power there. So I'm mm-hmm. not really sure where they go with it. But at least after Sammy didn't win, I knew like and I I I said it after Sammy won, and everybody was like, "Oh, Cody's going to beat him at Mania." I was like, "There's no fucking way Cody beats him at Mania." No. Right? They booked themselves into a wall during that time for sure. I knew that they weren't going to give it to Cody, but at the time I was looking at the bloodline and going, "Okay, they could get back to Jay." They could come back to Jay, and that could be the next step here. Mm. Was it too they soon? They did though? that. They right. did that, and now it seems like the Jay thing is kind of done, at least for a while. Where do right. they go next? I don't know. They're gonna call him off that... till the Rumble or some shit. It feels like fine. That would be fine with me. I'm not. But then I'm not what? against that. Well, that's just it. Then what? And also, what between now and then? And then. Well, there's and an then. endless supply of characters that they could add in this, and it doesn't even have to. And while I would prefer it be the youth, you have Rikishi, the dad. You you have you can have Afa and Sika saying things. You, you, there are there, there's an endless supply, like a like a real soap opera. You can always bring in new characters, and they've got plenty of them. Whether or not they can perform on WWE TV or not, I'm not sure. But if they just act or whatever, so I'm all right. And by the way. Maybe Jimmy's injury was real. I mean, he hasn't been doing a whole lot, just a couple thrust kicks. And maybe Roman does have an injury, so maybe they do need to slow things down. Maybe it's a reason to keep Jimmy off of TV and anything else. Maybe it's going to impact wrestling with his wife. No, yeah. Um, No, no, I'm joking. But, I mean, what do we think about Heyman said at the SummerSlam press conference that they're in the third inning of the story? That's bad. He's just full of shit. He's just working. Right. It's. I think the same of that is when he said when they asked him about Bobby Hume, he said, "Screw him, he's dead." He's working. He's in. Mm. He's in. Oh, that was definitely setting. him working, right? Yes, it's. This is just some work. Of course, he's going to say this is the story that that has no end. Where we we just scratched the surface. It's what professional wrestling. It has no end. There's no off season. There's nothing. They, they pay him four million dollars a year. Oh, yeah. He's, he's getting royalties from T-shirts now. People started singing and then knowing what it was. Hey, <laughs> we should and, stop now. Yeah, we because that we, to don't a whole want, new we don't want this, we don't want this to be the podcast that never ends. But uh, <laughs> so let let's let, let's gentlemen let's uh, let's give our ratings of this uh, episode of SmackDown. Uh, let's go with uh, first in, uh, last in, first out, Jimmy T. What do you got for the C for confused. C for confused, okay? That's what I'll uh, give it. Chris, what do you got? Uh D plus, I guess. I didn't I didn't think that this was a particularly good show, but um I did like the opening match with Asuka and Charlotte. I thought it was good, especially in comparison to the other women's matches that I've been told were important this week. Um and uh, yeah, I liked LA Knight. There was a few things on here that I liked. the The Bloodline storyline wasn't terrible, but it wasn't what I what I really like out of it. So, yeah, 
Okay. That's what's getting and, uh, Dr. Jeff, what do you got? Okay, I need to make clear, I'm not grading this the same way that I grade a PLE, because otherwise the numbers would make no sense. So I grade SummerSlam around a C minus D plus, like basically a 70, um, you know, seven out of 10, six and a half out of 10, you know, uh, but that's based on a PLE standard, not a weekly TV show standard. I'm gonna give this a C minus, I'm sort of between Jimmy and Chris, there were things I liked, but not much of it. And there was a whole lot of, listen, folks, I watched this show in under an hour and I don't think I missed any in-ring action. I don't think I fast forward through any match or any promo. I just fast forward through the filler and entrances. And I mean, that that's too much filler. And then out of what happened, I think the show started good. I think the end, we just talked about it. Um, so yeah. Uh, what did I say? C minus? Yeah, let's stick with C minus. Jimmy's right though. Confused, uh, confused, but a few things that I thought were really dumb. I'm more upset about carrying Cross losing where he should have won, and Ray winning where it makes no sense than I am about the the USO thing. While I'm while I'm not thrilled about that, it's it, it, it's well, exactly okay. Before yeah. we go, can we, could it be possible there's some sort of power struggle again between Triple H? As we know, he's not going to be part of the board anymore, right? And Vince McMahon, like with the booking, because it feels like a real mess right now. Well, well, first you ask, is it possible? The answer is always yes. Well, of the course, first motherfucker, right. I'm going to give my rating, and then you can ask your goddamn question. This is my show. This is sorry, my show. Sorry, John. It is your show. That's that's true. I'm sorry. I'm, sorry, no, boss. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm getting on no. my knees now. No. Look, uh, uh, yeah. That's about right. Bitch. No. Uh, I heard your Cheetos crackling. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Or no, Doritos, sir. Your Doritos underwear. Oh, thanks for reminding me. I'm going to yeah. buy them if, if, if I see them. I'm not going to wear them. Uh, I just want to show you. Look, I'm going to go. Shop he, he's going to shop. Well, uh, maybe. He's a dirty nah. Australian. Um, Five-finger discount, baby. I'm going to go with a straight D. <laughs> on this show for dicks uh, or doritos uh, for dumb yeah. because I, like honestly there was a lot on this show that just um i just could not wrap my brain around or enjoy or, or like even i found myself not paying attention I, I watched it live and i and i'm like kept going shit i can't fast forward shit i can't fast forward because there was nothing entertaining or the, there were few and far moments in between that were entertaining. And it just made for a not fun night of watching television. I kept going, what time is it? When is this over? Watching this show. Um, it, it just did nothing for me this week. And I felt like, if anything, we just kind of went in circles. And we were more confused after SummerSlam than having a clear direction. For an event that's supposed to be a tentpole, one of your four big events for the year, and you're supposed to have a clear direction, I really mm -hmm. feel like there's no clear direction moving forward. And I'm more I mean, confused weird, than anything dude. else. So, it's straight up weird. It, I, I, don't, I don't know what's going on suddenly. It's just all of a sudden, too. I don't either. So I'm this is straight D. So um, unlike my girlfriend, who I'll give the straight D. <laughs> uh, hey. Um, <laughs> all right. So, Jimmy, I like to answer your question. I don't think so because here's the thing. One, we already know Vince has been investigated again. Um, right. I, th I, I think... hope something comes out of that because now well, they're speeding up the the sale, like the for the for the takeover to happen in they're September. They're not speeding it up. No, September they said it. now. Well, no, that's when it was always going to be. It was going to said. Was it? Back... I heard the end of the year. No, the back half of 2023 is what they said. 
And so that can be September Anything, to right. December. Um, so, and, and I mean, everything I've read is the sale is on time. Like they're, they're not having moved anything forward or anything like that. But the fact that Vince is, look, Vince is in trouble right now. I, I mean, so. the fact that they're having to come back and investigate again with for grand trial, grand jury trial stuff and all this, whatever information, um, there's no real power struggle at this point. I think, I think Triple H is in control. I think it's just a matter now of, okay, well, what do I do? How do I keep this going forward? And it felt like, to me, this show, SmackDown, was the the afterthought. You know, like there was a lot put into Raw, maybe. I don't know. I didn't see Raw. I saw some some clips of Raw and some things going on. And I was like, okay, there's some interesting things here. But it was, this show was the aftermath of going, oh, yeah, shit. Like the, the Austin Theory... Santos Escobar thing, right? We've been knowing about it for a couple of weeks, but it felt like, oh shit, yeah, we have this tonight. Like it, it, it was tonight that we're doing this because there was at one point they were talking about it, and they said, oh yeah, and that's tonight. You know, as it was if they WrestleMania were say, nine all over again on SmackDown. You know, it, it was, it was, it was very confusing. It was, it was all over the place, and there was not a clear direction. So I think it's just more of, you know, a lack of focus. You know, to be honest, Jimmy, than anything else, I don't think it's a power struggle per se. I think it was just more a lack of focus and coming off uh, a week of you had a PLE, which was supposed to have clear direction. And it really, if anything, it was just kind of meh. And then now you're trying to struggle to go, okay, I'm not getting the response from that PLE that everybody, you know, was expecting. So now I've got to try to do that. And you just did some very confusing things to try to fix. But it. again, like we said earlier, they can have, you know, bad nights, right? And SummerSlam was truly the first PLE of the year that w- that didn't live up to every other PLE that WWE have produced so far this year. This real. I mean, every PLE this year for WWE other than SummerSlam was a hit right out of the park, man. I, in my opinion, I, I I've enjoyed every single PLE other than SummerSlam. I, I agree. I I think it was the worst summer. I think it was the worst PLE going back to perhaps before last year's SummerSlam. I I don't remember that far. But last year's I, was much better, I think, than this year's. I know, one. but uh, but I've been enjoying <laughs> also. But I don't know why we're talking about the PLEs when we're talking about SmackDown. I just thought the SmackDown. I'm not sure that they lack direction. I think they know what the direction is. The the, the direction is. They're going to have Charlotte and Asuka against damage control for a while. Uh, they're, right. they're going to continue with the drama of the bloodline. Where's Where's Jimmy at now? Where What's going on with Jay, if at all? Where's Solo's head? They're, they're going to continue that. And I, I guess that they figured that they wanted to have a sentimental baby face, have a title. So they, you know, and the U.S. title, I think it's clear it's not on PLEs. It's the TV title now. So, I mean, if you want clarity, there it is. The TV LA, title, LA Knight's continuing to ascend. I mean, there's there's clarity. They gave you a main event for next week. It's it's just unimpressive. It's just uninspired. That's all. Yeah. Hmm. Well, you know, I mean, and that's, I guess, the again, we the question of there also becomes, too, do we put high expectations on WWE because they are the number one wrestling company in the world? You know, and uh, well, what we see on TV compared to AEW, we if it was ten years be ago, yeah, we wouldn't, we wouldn't. But now, yeah, like Chris said, no, I think yes, yes, period. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I think that's everything. Yeah, I, I mean, of course. People... Yeah, it's like we should we should hold them to a higher standard. Right, I agree. But I mean, at the same time, too, 
Sorry. At, at what I'm delayed. No, you're fine. At what um what standard should that be? Like do we rate on a curve compared to AEW? I mean, well AEW is truly the pathetic right now other than collision. What's realistic, I guess, is my expect. It was my. No, I, I don't. I don't grade on a curve. I, I I grade NXT on a curve, and I grade PLEs and pay per views differently than weekly shows. But I don't. I don't grade AEW and WWE any differently. I haven't seen much from WWE to show that they are much better at doing this than AEW. They're just sticking to what they've always done, which is more organized and more formatted and more ready right, for TV, exactly. more ready for prime yep. time. AW is a little bit more improv and like seeing second city. Uh, they, AW just focuses on things I don't really care about, but WWE proved to us last night that they can do just as stupid a shit as AW. I don't expect much from wrestling period. So, you know, and that's I, the sad I part. I don't want to feel that way though, Jeff. Well, uh, well, I guess we brought the negativity that that guy complained about. Uh, but uh, so, but if you think did. that we yeah. only are hard on AEW, which is my suspicion, well, you just found out that well, you're wrong. Yeah, we are the armchair experts. I mean, we no, yeah, no, no, this is yeah, <laughs> the yeah, right. Yeah. I'm, I'm on, on the couch, podcasting. Actually. Yeah, and I'm, I'm on, on a, an armchair, uh, <laughs> an office chair. I'm in an office chair. So yeah, yeah. does that make but, us the the officers, <laughs> no. dude. I look that was pretty I, dumb. <laughs> I listen. I li- yes. And, and I, I look. I listened to the like going back to listening shows this week because I just had time to kill. And man, have I heard your <laughs> so many fucking times this week that it drove me up this the wall. week. Like, me? Yeah, like listen to really? you on different other podcasts. Like no, yeah. you know yes. what? I've actually calmed down on it compared to like a while ago. I was way worse. Believe me, damn. Because like the like, I guess I haven't really been listening to it, but this week it was very prevalent when I listened to the really? various shows. Where you, I gotta, hey. I gotta listen back to that. <laughs> uh, you know what, dude? I'm not gonna lie, right? It's sort of starting to get normal, and it's pissing me off. If that Don't makes do any it. sense, uh, do it's it. hard, dude. Once you, once I started doing that shit, now I blame you, Seth. Prick, nah, no, really, because it's it's hard to sort of stop doing it. But I, yeah, I'm over it at this point. You know what's hard really, to stop? This show. Yeah. All right. Yeah, let's, let's, let's it take it home, boys. Let's, let's go. Yeah. What do you mean? Let's I've been trying to wrap it up and you keep bringing shit up. Anyway. Well, I unwrapped it. Uh, yeah, I know you did. No shit. Shut the <laughs> fuck up, Jay. Yeah. I'm trying. Jimmy, Jimmy tell all <sighs> people where to find you because the first one out. <laughs> all right, I'm fine. I'm mute your shit. Since I've got to go. <laughs> the comments. Anyway, since I've got to go and I'm getting kicked out, you can find me in the corner. Where I will be facing the corner in detention. No, but really, pwcnetwork.popping.com, channelattitude.com, hamidmediagroup.popping.com, and on Twitter at DJ Mass and at the PWC Network, and that's a wrap. Okay, good. All right, Chris, where can the people find you on the internet? Well, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at ChrisAms1. You can go there to hear everything I have to say about pro wrestling, politics, whatever the hell else comes to my mind. Um, you can also hear me right here on the HMG and channelattitude.com, uh, specifically tomorrow at 10 o'clock in the morning, uh, after the collision, you, me, Jeff and Jimmy, um, and also, Hey, maybe, maybe John, if he wants to join us tomorrow, uh, we'll sift through the The wreckage. wreckage. We will do that at 10 o'clock. Uh, Central Standard Time in the morning, Sundays. That is when we do the show. Uh, tune in, especially if you're really, really looking for 
good positive pro wrestling and just just happy and everything's good and wrestling is fantastic kind of stuff that's where you where you will hear us talk like that um except jimmy who's very angry right now because people are people are not happy with jimmy because he's been he's been muted thank christ uh oh Getting out of here, guys. Peace out. All right. Later, Chris. Peace. Get All off right. my laptop. <laughs> Look, there. We fixed him too. Um, Dr. Jeff, where can the people find you this week? Twitter, at Chris Fell MD. Uh, on the PWC and HMG, as the fellas have already said. Uh, additionally, my wrestling show, Hammerlock Hangover, did a solo show this week. It came out five days or six days late. So, yay. Um, but uh, it's on the PWC as well. Um, and then Garden of Doom and Garden Views. I just dropped a Garden of Doom today with John Barnwell. Um, if you don't know him, he managed one of the he managed the largest occult bookstore in the world, and he's a font of information. Yep, there is. Uh, yep, the Arcane Wisdom and the Noble Traveler. Uh, so we talk about Grail Angels and, and Hermeticism and Rosicrucians and the Templars and the Sangreal and just about anything that you want to think about. Um, so, and uh, he's going to be on again. So that's pretty cool. Uh, Garden Views um, is more topical legal business, but still me and still in our own interesting little way. This week we had a guy with, uh, had his idea for a Citizens Congress. Uh, we had a political conversation. I don't really love getting into politics, but yet I did. Um, so anyway, there those shows are both on the PWC and the Hameen Media Group. So, if you want to find me, really, it's hard not to. Right. And, like, again, if you really want to listen to some interesting, one of the more interesting podcasts out there, go to listen to Garden Views and Garden Doom. They're they're really great. I enjoy them. Um, whenever there's a new one, I try to listen as soon as possible. So you, uh, I appreciate you putting that out there. It's a it's a really great show. I've enjoyed it a lot. So. I appreciate it. It's, 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 it's that kind of feedback that keeps me going because yeah. it's not easy. Oh, I also, I, I was on uh, Andrew Carlick's show, False Count Radio, this week as well uh, for those who either don't know him or if it sounds vaguely familiar he was one of the originals on wrestling soup so uh so that was fun to do a show and apparently i'm going to be in one of his rotating co-host situations which i guess means every five or six weeks so wow. there's, there's yet another place to find me hey very cool well you can find me here every week on saturdays at 10 a.m on the stone cold Hami Media Group channel, uh, doing the smack attack for you, for the people, by the people, for the people. Um, and we do that every uh, every week on Saturdays at 10 a.m. And we appreciate everybody in the chat who's here. You can also find me sometime eventually, whenever I hear from Triple D at some point, and I don't know when that'll be. But uh, And we'll do the Academy, and I'm sure we'll talk Strange New Worlds as it's wrapping up. It just dropped the last episode of Season 2. Uh, I haven't seen it yet. It's supposed to be really great. And uh, we have lots of other things to discuss Star Trek and uh, uh, wise, as in a lot of things have been said about Paramount Plus, which makes you wonder where Star Trek will end up because it doesn't sound super great. Um, so we can find me that way as well. You can also find me on the internet at TikTok, Instagram, Twitter as JReezyMen. Uh, and you can find me on Facebook, Johnny and Wright. And um, yeah, try to find me. And if you do, I'll be your friend. Why not? Um, you can also uh, contact the show. I realize I didn't do that. The 
at all this week, but you can also join it. You can email the show or tweet us at SmackAttackHMG or email SmackAttackHMGmedia at gmail.com, and you can be a part of the show that way. But, of course, just be live. Just be live and show um, your comments here in the way that we need to. Um, so with that said, ladies and gentlemen, that's concludes our show for today. Um, last night, we definitely got slammed real bad there was no slum or loving it was all gloving last night from smackdown but the question will be next week will jimmy be in the unemployment line or will he be back cause havoc and be jimmy havoc from this point forward mm-hmm. who knows uh yeah uh jay yeah that's right you know i don't understand i always jimmy havoc. I mention that name please yeah, yeah. is joshua oh, tattoo all elite uh, maybe is Juicy Fatu all elite. Ooh, is oh, God, Juicy Fatu is gross. Do we have uh, <laughs> do we have lots of Fatu? Um, who knew? Um, <laughs> I don't but, give a Fatu. I don't give a Fatu either. So let's go ahead and figure out that next week and tune in, be a part of the show, and have some good summer gloving uh, as you Yuck. go about your day. <laughs> and you saw that. <laughs> and, and ladies and gentlemen, have a great week. 